Hello, and welcome to another edition of Not Your Average Netizens, the essential podcast for fun, thoughtful, and mature discussion about Korean music for all international fans. My name is Ash, and I am joined today by my lovely co-hosts, Kiara, Noah, and Tim, a.k.a. Murdy. Hey. Hey, everybody. Hey, everyone. This is, um, I guess, our first official uploaded podcast of 2015. However, if you are a new listener, we have been around since about May of last year, and we have around 20 podcasts under our belt, so we are young, but we're, we're taking baby steps, but we're growing. So by all means, check out our past episodes on SoundCloud if you're still feeling us after the show. So... Guys, it's been a while, uh, several weeks, which is like two years in the K-pop fandom. Uh, the good thing there is that there's always something to talk about, which is good for us. Uh, it's just choosing what to talk about. Um, but you know, we've only got one editor, which is me. So um, we, we got to keep it you know, kind of streamlined, but we'll cover as much... Um, as we can uh, without get, getting our listeners bored, basically, <laughs> and making them cut us off mid-sentence. So uh, today's highlights, uh, let's get to some, I'm not going to call it top news, because this is not the nightly news, but we've certainly got things to talk about. We've got EXO's comeback, um, the ongoing drama of I'm Pretty Rap Star, a well-known Korean record label has been shut down by the government. VIX fans are protesting about how N is being treated. We have a crap load of girl group news, um, including the impending return of Mama Moo and the not-so-impending return of Big Bang. Sorry, VIPs. You're you're so cruel to me. <laughs> <laughs> I like Big Bang too, but I'm like, listen, yeah. Yeah, you know excited what? over a YG what? announcement. You're you're putting that on yourself. You know what? Just continue your spiel, okay? <laughs> I'm starting the discussion, okay? <laughs> We're starting the discussion. So this is your time to get what you're going to say. So it's time to board the Hot Mess Express, everybody. <laughs> and we're going to start out with, uh, and the this is the embodiment of hashtag by Felicia, uh, known MMA fighter slash woman abuser. Kim Hong-joon, uh, is planning to enter the military this year. A uh, report was released on March 12th that he's supposed to enter the military in three weeks. However, his agency recently denied that and said that uh, he received a draft notice, but because of the situation, quote-unquote, that he's in, he's considering to delay the date. And so they're not planning to announce the date, whether it gets postponed or not. Uh, so basically they're saying, you know, we're just going to let him go in and people will probably find out about it uh, several hours or a day later. He's going to basically do it as quietly as possible. Um, along with Kim Hyun-joon, uh, other people that we're going to say goodbye to this year are Kim Jae-joon. Uh, Choi Jin Hyuk, Sung Min, and Shin Dong. Apologies for my um, pronunciation. Um, so, anybody that you guys are, who are you going to miss the most or the least? Are you going to miss anybody that's, that's, that's leaving? 
Okay, first I'm... off, do not call <laughs> Kim Hyun-jung an MMA fighter. Do not disgrace a sport that's already battling with, like, it was, dumb it was with It was with... Sarcasm. No, no, I just want to say, <laughs> I wasn't not. I'm saying I'm not trying to offend the sport of MMA fighting. It's with sarcasm. You, let, you did it. You gave us a he, white cheater. Don't do that. <laughs> because this was said by him, him or one of his people that he was trying to do MMA fighting moves, and that is what caused. I remember, but don't call him that. <laughs> He is, not, he is not. He is. It is. Um, Tim is correct. He is not an MMA fighter. No, but uh, <laughs> but really, all those dudes that you listed can basically go. See ya. <laughs> I mean, That's how you. I feel about it. See ya, nerds. Come back whenever. <laughs> you know, it seems like a while, but once they're in there, those two years just seems to fly by. I felt like it. Are did you kidding rain. me? So, <laughs> I feel I'm like not going to say anything because. The love of my life, Taeyang, still has not served, and when he does, I'm going to weep. On every you know, Big Bang is a whole. You know, YG is going to get like as much money as he can out of them, and then you know, work. Uh, I guess he's got this other boy group waiting somewhere in the wings. I guess Icon, you know, may be waiting for them when the first guy or a couple of guys decides to go out into the army so nobody will miss them. Well, um, the thing is, it makes perfect sense in terms of, like, business. Even in, not even in business, just in, like, music. Like, you're gonna... It would make the most sense to send all of Big Bang, basically. Or not all of Big Bang and leave Top so he can keep acting until the very end and then send him. But... For everybody else, you're better off sending them, getting it done and out of the way so that they can come back and still make music. And the best mm -hmm. bet is to have groups to fill that void. Big Bang's void is so huge that it's going to take Winner and Icon, but whatever. And well, to like, be that's fair, hard. I mean, Big Bang is one of those groups, I mean, they've gotten to the point where they can and they do, you know, take... Years or off. They're fine. Yeah, they take pretty That's long true. hiatuses. So Shinwa got to do it and that. come back and win. So it's gonna be yeah, fine. Like yeah. they can leave now. I'm waiting for them to go because I want them back. So it's like I know <laughs> it's gonna happen. I know that G D and Y B for sure are probably gonna go together because I bet like one of them will have a freaking heart attack and their whole <laughs> life will fall apart. So they're gonna go together so that they don't have to be in that situation, but I could see all of them going at once. Like, except for mm. Top. Maybe Top would stay and keep acting. Yeah, um, I can't see... I can definitely see Sungri and Top not going if some of them go together. Oh, no way. Sungri is going to be the first to go. Are you kidding me? <laughs> with his really? bad reputation? So. Oh, with his bad reputation? Hell yeah. That's the quickest way to give him a good reputation. <laughs> I mean... He takes advantage of women. Serving in he, the had, army. he had the reputation of potentially injuring somebody in a car accident where he might have been drunk driving. If anything, the writing is on the wall for Sungri to go to the military. <laughs> then it's both him and GD. As, we realize, as we've seen with Rain, going to the military absolves all or most of your sins. With the Rain's group. sins weren't even that bad. Whatever. We should have boom over there. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Let's be impressed by the fact that Daesung was forgiven and still gets to be popular, okay? Yeah, that's no. all but I'm saying. No, but do not talk though. about my baby Daesung. He, it, that, his, that was an emotional... Your rant right now 
is proof in how strong that, that Big Bang's power is. Because if anybody else had done that, they'd be gone. When but, the, Kong but it was proven that it wasn't him. I agree. I know that. But Kong and proved that he didn't hurt anybody. He was just doing something bad, and he had to go to the military to come back. Okay, so let's think about this for a minute. Daesung took a hiatus, came back, and everything was gravy. Well, you know, it's not his fault that he's part of a very popular idol group, but he sincerely took time to reflect on that. It wasn't yeah, like I'm just taking time. Okay, okay this is just me talking. Popular, and he then everybody knows that he like you know did a bunch of terrible things to girls in Japan because he was famous and he could do it. Oh goodness! I'm not, I don't even want to bring the Japan stuff. Into Thank you. This. <laughs> Thank you. Close the book. Those Let's are get rumors, though, man. Those are rumors. Like, uh -huh. what? What bad things did he do? Like, so rumors so bad that they addressed it on Korean television, and Daesung and YB made the joke that they moved into the same apartment building to watch over Sungri. Let's remember that. That happened. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. I don't think he was breaking the law. He was just being... He wasn't breaking the law. He wasn't so. breaking the law. He was, he was just he doing... He was a hoe. He was a slut. Yeah, but basically. We should not judge him. That's what he wants to do, and... Look, I don't care. I'm cool with it. Like, go have your fun, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying, this is the power of Big Bang. They get away with, like, the whole world, dude. It's well, you know, like I said, they're at, a, they're at an, a, a level of idledom, just like SNSD. Well, maybe not different than SNSD since they are a guy group, where, I mean, they can practically do no wrong. I mean, they're at that level now. So, I, I mean, that that's, I mean, they've worked for it, so I, I can't, I, I'm not really going to say anything about it, so. Um, but, oh, oh, sorry. Yes. Now, regarding Kim Hyun-jun, though, I mean, I think it's wise that he decided to push uh, push up his enlistment because that that whole story is just just messy it's like yeah. who's like who says what his parents say something his and then his ex-girlfriend finding her, his uh, what's it called his hookups underwear sending her package and now this kid is coming like how many times it's, oh yeah, it's, it's not a coincidence that this is all happening around the same time. Um, I'm pretty sure they were like, you know what, Kim Jong Un, the military is gonna look mighty good right now. Um, two years, it's probably gonna be a, quite a bit easier for you to get jobs. So, yeah, I, it's, it, so? I don't think it's a coincidence. You think so? I, I don't like. Yeah, I, I, don't, saying, I don't think so. I mean, no. it's been shown before. I think that you know, especially celebrities, it's like you know, I, I feel like with the, especially with the idols, you know, when they, a lot of them probably think, or think pretty, you know, carefully, you know, how they schedule, you know, their military, um, you know, their two-year, you know, mandatory military assignments, and it, it mm. seems like you know they 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 know, you know, okay. I'm probably going to go in around this time, especially if they're part of like a popular group, a really popular group. Um, so, yeah. Um, on a, I guess, a, a more serious note, um, this is kind of unexpected news, I've, I felt when I saw it. Um, Polaris Entertainment, um, uh, f 
which was the um, home of group uh, former group Korean pop group Ladies Code, was recently raided by the police, and the CEO was arrested. Um, on March 11th, uh, the parent co company that owns Polaris Entertainment, Ilkwang Group, was raided along with 10 of their offices. Uh, the president was uh, also searched, and um, this uh, was the same executive that was involved in uh, some massive scandal involving a uh, model and singer. I'm not sure if either of those apply to her from what I've read. Uh, Clara, um, Iquan Group is a manufacturing company. They're involved in government contracts for South Korea, um, including the military, airfare, and navy. Um, they also own multiple subsidiaries and all kinds of different businesses, including Polaris. Um, the government uh, revealed to have confiscated sensitive documents, um, hard drives, and basically, you know, some materials that seemed suspicious. Uh, rumors are emerging that Polaris was also shut down. However, that is just a rumor that hasn't been. Um, verified as of yet, um, as of this recording. Um, coincidentally, there is a rap artist named Iron who was set to debut under Polaris Entertainment uh, within the next week or so, um, and that is most definitely up in the air. So, um, yeah, that was uh, pretty shocking news. Uh, yeah. um, I guess it doesn't it doesn't spell certain doom for Polaris, but it does certainly look pretty bad uh, as far as um, the company that they were under, uh, especially if um, depending on what they find out in those documents. And on to something uh, less serious. Everybody's favorite show, Unpretty Rap Star. Uh, this show is pretty popular. I know. A lot of people have been watching. Uh, I've been sneaking clips as usual. Being myself, I haven't watched a full episode yet. But I've been keeping up with the news, um, found out some shocking info on the latest episode. So if you don't want to know, fast forward now. But you probably <laughs> already know because it's already all over the internet. Uh, so apparently on the latest episode of I'm Pretty Rap Star, Chi-Min from AOA won a rap battle with fan favorite Cheetah, giving her her second released song on the show. Um, this one I don't think is doing as well as the first one. Some people, people say it's pretty bad, but a lot of people are obviously upset. Um, a lot of people think she's uh, basically has an unfair advantage. Um, Sunny, <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> Sunny uh, is, I think, a, a pretty close mentor of hers and is one of the judges. Um, she's got AOA fans voting, uh, rooting for her. Um, also, Taimi uh, was eliminated. And um, so she is not going to get a track. She did not have a track previously. And um, yeah, basically uh, <laughs> a lot of people, the prevailing um, uh, sentiment I've been seeing is that I'm pretty rap star album. Uh, a lot of people are already um, saying goodbye. They're like, if Jimin wins this whole thing, they're like, 
at the very least, they think she's going to end up in the finals, which, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. But uh, kind of interesting. I saw, I watched the rap battle, and the part where Cheetah made fun of Jimin's uh, rap voice on Helium was classic. Um, I would have given her four stars just for that. But You also uh, don't like Jimin. This is important to note. This is our... our uh, Podcast hater of G-Man, for the record, speaking now. Who? You? Uh, Ash? No, Ash. Ash doesn't like G-Man. Oh, no, I know. Actually, oh no, BS. You have universe. been on this talking about how she sounds like a screeching cat, and you don't like her voice. No, 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 no. That was Shannon or somebody. No, in that was the you. universe of AOA. I don't mind G-Man. Oh, Actually. I'm going to go back and get those receipts. I'm getting them. <laughs> and the universe of AOA, I don't I'm mind getting... her. She's the most interesting part of AOA to me. She's the only oh, reason to no, like AOA did. for me. But oh, as far as this you, rap promise. show, I think as far as for most of the other contestants, she's obviously outclassed, especially by Cheetah. But I'm, I'm trying to get everybody else's opinion because I've talked enough at this point. I, I know I, you guys have been watching this. Uh, I haven't been watching it. I just watch clips of Jessica Ho killing people. That's pretty much the only thing I watch. When she destroyed Zico trying to be funny, oh, beautiful. I hate that guy. God bless you. But, um, no, like, the, the thing... The thing is, like, I feel like people are taking the show a little too seriously. I mean, it, it was clear when people were getting on Jessica Ho from the very beginning, even though... Like, we know the way that um, Show Me the Money works, and it's all about the people who cause the most drama, get the most screen time. It makes perfect sense for her to decide to wow out and try to be obnoxious to get screen time, and it's worked out for her. She's gotten a ton of it. Um, mm -hmm. And she's not bad. I mean, you can go back and listen to her stuff. The issue is that she doesn't really know that much Korean because she left. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's the biggest issue. And she's a way better singer than she is a rapper. But True. Cheetah is a freaking queen, and the fact that she's lost anything on the show is mind-blowing. Like, I, I, I don't know. I'm not even... I'm not mad because I understand what's going on. You're talking about an idol going against, like, a bunch of underground rappers, and the community for the underground rap is just not as strong as an idol. Like, that's all there is to it. I, I mean, even if the whole entire community of underground rappers, like got behind Cheetah, I don't think that the dedication is there in comparison to the crazy dedication of idols, you know? So and it's already slated against She has her. a judge that, that is, loves her. Like, yeah, is yeah. her personal fan. I, right, I, that course. kind of is what bothers me the most. That's And I love Sonny, but I mean he's 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 being kind of whack right now. Like let's be real. Like, his love for G-Men is ridiculous. They let G-Men get away with um, dropping a reference to an album that ha does not exist. <laughs> and, and the minute you let that fly, get out. And I realize, you know, people made the comparison like, well, most of that album has leaked. That's true, but that album does not exist. And nobody else would say that that album molded your life. So you can't use that excuse. No other rapper would be so careless. But G-Man gets to be that careless because she knows that nobody's going to check her on it. So I, I don't know. Like, 
that show is just a big popularity contest in general, and all these people are saying that they're going to jump off the boat if G-Men's all over it and blah, blah, blah. No, you're not. You're still going to get it. You're still going to listen because you're going to want to know. Like, that's the same reason why people keep tuning into the show. It's because you want to know what's going to happen next. Even if it's just, I want to know what Jessica Ho's going to do, well, congratulations, you're still supporting the show. So, I mean, the show was made for G-Men to win. She's the only idol on it, and that's not suspect to anybody, really. Ellie didn't get on the show. She tried out for Show Me the Money. You don't think she tried out for Unpretty Rap Star? Please. And I mean, G-Men is the tons, only one I mean, on the show. I mean, of all the idol rappers, G-Men, I mean, there's... One Cat, I guarantee you One Cat probably showed out for this show. Where's she at? Like, there's tons of idol girls that actually do rap, and there is a like movement amongst idols in general to get real rappers there and it's it exists amongst female groups there's good female rappers out there right now and Who? none of them are on show me the money or on uh, pretty rap star cl's clearly good um yeah yeah ellie's clearly good like uh Wuri actually tried to learn how to rap so i have nothing against her because she genuinely likes hip hop and she tried to learn like yeah. there's people who are trying to learn and trying to learn how to write. That's what yeah. I'm saying. The girl from uh, Five Star wants to be a real rapper. She's she wants to learn good. how to actually yes. do it. The the chicks in Evil that rap, like there's yeah. they're out there. They exist. Yeah. Zinger, they exist. There's girls out there that are trying. G Min even tried to write her own stuff and did write her own stuff before this show. So they do exist, but there's only G Min. Explain that to me, because I guarantee you more girls went out for that show. I can explain it to you, because I don't watch that show. Like, how did she beat all the underground rappers? That's what I want to know, because that doesn't make sense. But, but it does make sense. I mean, wasn't it, like, for me, I, don't, I haven't watched I'm Pretty Rap Star and Show Me The Money, so I don't know. But isn't this, a, but to me, it sounds the same complaints as when, as when Bobby won. People were complaining, oh, he's an idol, he's not as good, he's, a, he's not actually a really good rapper, he's just a hype man, blah, blah, blah. He's, like, are the people not complaining about the same thing, but now they're going hard on her because she's a female? No, the difference is that people, a bunch of people did respect some of the songs that Bobby did, and the issue is that nobody has said anything good about what G-Men has done. That's the difference, mm -hmm. because Bobby had tracks where people were like, oh... All right, maybe he belongs here. And there's plenty of people who have been like, oh, Bobby went hard on this one, but not so hard on this one. One of the tracks that gets the most heat is the song he did with uh, Doki and the Quiet. And people said only Doki and the Quiet made that song successful. That's true. That's the worst song. But people went crazy for, um, um, God, what's that song? Where he wore the suit in the performance. People went nuts for it. And that's the song that he won with. And people went nuts for uh, I'm Ill. Like, a bunch of people were on it because he talked a bunch of crap about people who were doing bad stuff. Like, he but, he got heat, but it, he only got heat because he was the first idol to really do something. G-Men is getting heat because she's beating female rappers that are clearly better than her, and she's not even really doing anything special. Like, she has a whole verse where literally her whole verse is, I'm sexy, I'm hot, I'm fly. And you know I noticed that? during the it rap battle, Cheetah actually called her on it, she made fun of that. Like, she did the same thing when she was making fun of of Jimin's rapping, and she did the I'm not I'm sexy, and she did it in, in her voice, and I was just like, oh, I was like, there's no way you can get that 
get yeah, back she, to she her. got killed, and that's the difference. Cheetah destroyed her and proved that she's garbage, and she beat Cheetah in a freaking. She did. I, I'm hearing, I'm hearing people saying that Jimin gave gave her right back and gave her the finger. She might. I didn't see her give her the finger, but her she yeah. also referenced an album that doesn't exist. <laughs> like, what do you? Yes, yeah, she did. But to me, prove how good of a rapper she is, she talked about an album that didn't exist yeah, and that it made her life. Like, I don't want to sound redundant, but I'm oh. probably going. Oh, to but be fair, thing, at the time of this recording, the subs have not come out for this episode, so we are going without English subs. Um, yes. So just to be fair, and just to make that known. Yeah, but it's the same. But it's the same thing as when Bobby said hip hop is not showering. Like people, it's like <laughs> he said that. that. <laughs> <laughs> but he did it anyways. Like he did it anyways. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Like you can, you. I personally, for me, I like honestly, I don't care about Jimmy. I don't care about Bobby. I mean, in that sense, like I haven't gotten like I know more of Bobby, so I like him more. Maybe because I'm YG biased, but it's the same thing. Like, if I'm going to go based on what people are talking about, I mean, sure, it's to different degrees. Like, he may he may actually have some talent, but the, but it's still, okay. still no, no. I I didn't watch that show. I didn't watch that show. So he probably he maybe deserved to win. I don't have I have no clue. And according to you, you know more about hip, Korean hip hop and. Uh, show me the money. You watched it. I didn't. So I'm going just basing, basing it off your words. But people, you can always question somebody's uh, like talent or if they actually deserve to be there, especially when it comes to idols. But the complaints I'm hearing, when the, when the complaints I'm hearing, doesn't sound that different to me. It's like. Well, I'm, right. I, I okay. Well, we've from. got. You know, we've got. Um, you know, some more shows to go. Um, like I said, Jimin's had two songs now, um, so we'll see if that um, that will continue. If she'll continue to get songs, if Cheetah will, you know, gain some momentum. Uh, right now, like I said, the internet's um, dumping all over the episodes, so we'll be hearing about that for a little while. Um, next thing, uh, I didn't know this was. Um, this happened, but apparently it did. Five dolls, uh, that's with an F and no I, uh, <laughs> confirmed that they disbanded. Uh, Who? They officially released uh, their uh, a statement. MBK Entertainment released a statement on March 10th that the uh, contracts of the members have expired or about to expire. They're not being renewed. The group is dead um, in the ground. Uh, this group was also the one that was formerly known as Five Dolls, five as in the number five, um, and that was the group that came from the original group, Coed, uh, which compo was composed of Five Dolls and Speed, which I think Speed is still an active group, or they were. They haven't been confirmed disbanded. They're the guy portion of the group. But the girl portion, they went through some issues. There was some um, bullying um, uh, issues. Uh, people were uh, accusing people of being bullied and a girl left. And then that's the one thing that I'm, the, the lingering question I have here is I want to know, does this mean that Danny 
is still a part of Tiara or what? Or what the hell was the deal with Danny? Because how she did, was part of this. How did so you with, even I mean, make she's news. still there. How did you actually make a real news topic out of a group disbanding that hasn't promoted in like three years and the it's main a, and it's, left? It's, how it's, did a, it's news. It's I, not people news. considered it news. It's not news. disbanded. <laughs> It, I mean, everybody knew they disbanded because the main member of the group left, and they never promoted after that. This group's well, been gone. Well, all I'm saying is that when they were promoting, I saw a lot of people. They were like, "Oh yeah, five dollars, woo!" And then we never heard from them again, ever again. So, yeah, exactly. I, mean, I, I mean, like, I'm with Tim on this. I'm like, just wondering thought... about Danny because Danny was like a thing for a while, and she knew all these people, and she knew Chris Brown, and. I don't. Uh, I, I don't know what the. I'm just saying, like, wow. what the, the hell was? I don't. That was. That's the biggest mystery for me. I. True. She I just mean, disappeared, and she was only like what, fourteen, fifteen, but she was like everywhere. She'll be back if she wants to be. Whatever. Yeah, she'll be back <laughs> with CCM or with some other company. I mean, I, I agree with him. Like five dollars have been brain dead for years, literally, and yeah, they were literally years. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> and they've, now they've been officially declared dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, it they deserve to have their news out there, even if it's not that important. It's the first um, news article they've had. Congratulations, <laughs> live dogs. <laughs> so, okay, this, this we'll is the they will ever get. <laughs> hate, hate, okay, hate. so we'll move to important <laughs> idols. Mix recently. Um, had something uh, pretty interesting happen in their fandom. Uh, their fans are called Starlights. Uh, this has been happening for a while. Uh, among international Starlights, have uh, there's been some argument and discussion on the internet um, over uh, the treatment of one of the group's members um, in. Uh, and regarding uh, his skin complexion, um, and a lot of their uh, live clips of the group together, um, it's a pretty standard issue. A lot of the, the other members will usually make comments about um, his skin tone. He's a little, you know, darker than the rest of the group, um, and they'll say things. And some people will, you know. Depending, I haven't seen a lot of the videos, so I can't say. But a lot of the fans, you know, feel like it's he's shown obvious discomfort with the way he's been treated, uh, or the things that have been said. And his group, you know, continues to say things, um, as far as they know. So they decided to write. Uh, they sent an open letter to Jellyfish Entertainment, and. Basically, um, you know, said that uh, on behalf of International Starlights, um, you know, in concern for Vix's image outside of South Korea, you know, they wanted them to, um, you know, you know, think about, um, you know, how this is being portrayed. Um, that they don't, uh, they do not um, condone. Uh, the fact that Vix members regularly have teased in about his skin color, um, including jokes drawing him as completely black, saying that he can't be seen on camera because of his skin, puns involving his name, and more. Um, uh, some quotes from the actual letter that they sent 
We know Vicks have no ill intentions with these jokes. We are aware of the difference in cultures that result in many points of view. However, we believe that this issue transcends cultures and borders. Despite the members' lighthearted joking, these jokes are still very harmful to Vicks and Starlights. Whether or not N is used to the teasing or says that it is okay, Vix's members' words carry farther than N's ears. Vix has fans of all ages, including many who are young and easily influenced. Um, singling out Vix, um, sin sorry, singling out N's skin color and using it as a punchline is especially hard on fans with dark skin. Um, uh, and they basically uh, ended with um, interna international storylines are very proud of Vix and Leo, Ken, Ravi, Hongbin, and Hyuk are good people who work hard and have accomplished great things. We love them very much. Jokes and comments about in skin color are disappointing. We don't want to be disappointed in Vix for any reason. We don't want them to be known for anything negative, but rather for their music and amazing talents. Please stop the jokes. Please. Funny. And then signed. <laughs> uh, you know. To what uh, fans who signed on there, and um, this is uh, you know they published this on the online, and this is what they said that they sent to the management. And as I said, I I've noticed, and I'm not a, a Starlight or a Vix fan per se, but I, I've noticed um, you know a lot of the discussion between Vix fans has been about. Um, you know the things that they've said about N's skin color. So uh, their argument is, you know, as international fans, um, as people that are concerned about Vix's brand overseas, that you know they should stop and think about what they've been saying. Um, uh, um, as we've said before, and we haven't covered it for. Uh, intensively for a variety of reasons. Um, one, because of the issue is extremely complex and um, there's also issues of context and culture. Um, they're missing um, even within this discussion where we I don't think we would be able to cover it properly at this time. Um, but issues of colorism um, in Korea um, is something that comes up a lot, especially with international fans, um, because many of them, a lot of people that come into K-pop, know tend to not know a whole lot about Korea. So when these things crop up, um, it's a very kind of rude awakening, and we have, um, you know, things like this happen. A lot of this is pretty common actually with a lot of idol groups. Um, you'll see things on variety shows or um, other shows where people will say, make a passive comment about an idol skin color. They might just say, you know, I, I, you know, I don't like my skin color. Or I wish I wasn't dark. Or um, they'll say something about um, just, you know, it, it, it's, it's just something that is part of that culture. Um, you know, being a uh, very light shade is part of that um, is aspirational, you know, uh, you know, look. Um, however, you know, if you're someone that is not from Korea and you're seeing that, this is obviously coming from a different background, going to uh, affect you and the way you see things differently. Is it worth it? As a fan, especially international fan, I mean, are 
I think the first thing to ask is, is this being done in vain? Is it was it worth it for them to even do it? Um, I mean, I guess you know some people have been applauding them for you know at least doing the letter, even if it doesn't do anything, if no one responds to it. But you know, is it is it even worth trying to to? I mean, is there is there some worth to at least bringing it up within the fandom? I suppose with the, with within K-pop international fandom in general, or I know Tim. I mean, I'm sorry, not Tim. Noah, you said yeah. that you thought that the letter was funny. <laughs> so no, no, uh, I'm, no I'm, I'm just laughing at the talent part. That, that was that was. Oh, awkward. okay, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, how, how did you guys? Like, I mean, when you saw this. I, it's like you said, it's a very complex issue. And like, it's, if you look at it from the backdrop of Korean history and how they, so, they industri industrialized so fast compared, like, compared to the Western world, like they, it's, 50 years ago, they were pretty much only farmers. It was a, a third world country. They were like, Korea was more was poorer than a lot of African countries, and to and and the change now like this set of mind think this this set of thinking has and broadened their minds have not catched up. Like there's a big conflict between the old way of thinking and modern thinking, and I think I mean even here even in Europe or in America like like in this. In, 17th century or 18th century, it was very common for, like, if you were pale, you were you were seen as prettier, better looking. If you were a little bit chubby, because you, like, women were women were more voluptuous. It was considered more beautiful because they were. This is a sign of being right. You know, a lot well of that off. was yeah, yeah, and, was was offshoots of colonialism, basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. It was, you, yeah, you, you were not working out in the fields like the farmers and etc. And like, and this same thing in Korea, and that was literally just yes, 50 years ago, literally. And instead, and the, that's the only issue I take because this has actually nothing to do. This colorism can be just as bad. As racism, as it, how it affects people, how they feel bad about themselves. Like, because you cannot change the color of your skin, even if you just tan, you cannot change the color of your skin. And it's, I, so I totally agree with international fans being upset, and I totally think they should voice their opinion and send letters because this backlash would is good and inevitable because as how, as K-pop branches out and more people outside of Korea are listening to it, it will, uh, like, offend people of different backgrounds and different histories, depending on how they see things and what background they come from, if you're American, if you're European, if you're Southeast Asian. I mean, I can only imagine how much it hurts people who are not, like, people from Southeast Asia. Like, they're also Asians. Like, and it's not just VIX. That's one point I want to make, too. Like, mm -hmm. Like Super Junior has done as an SD member, not all of them, but certain members from different. Yeah, different it's it's a lot of groups. I mean, like I said, they've so many of them. I can't even count. If, if, 
just yeah, well, me passing comments or you know the various you know various and it's not and it's not a like idol problem it's a Korean problem it's a societal yeah. issue yeah and that's what a and and I, it's a good thing because it's a good starting point but I don't think but I do feel like some people from the like internet some international fans uh, need to maybe try to understand the problem deeper instead of like it's very easy to condemn people but and it's in a way works because we know how Koreans cares about image and perception but mm. in another way it's it just fuels anger and like sadness and that and that's not good for us international yeah. well I have to say I do like that the way the letter was worded and I think that they got across their concerns um, very well. I mean, as far as them saying, you know, um, they're not saying, oh, Vix, they're racist, they're problematic, you know, saying, you know, we find this uncomfortable because, yeah. and we feel that as international fans, you know, we deserve the respect to have our opinions, um, you know, considered. Um, so, um, does anyone else have any um, hands on that? For me, um, I agree. Like, I feel like I don't think this is something they're doing in vain. I mean, maybe it is in some way. Maybe like the jellyfish will receive the letter and then they'll just won't say anything about it or just ignore it. Um, but at least for, in, I feel like in a way this helps international fans and they feel like they're doing something positive because I feel like. I agree with you as in I believe that the letter was written really well. You know, they're they're not just pointing fingers at Vic saying, Oh, these members are being, you know, colorist, you know, racist or anything of that nature. And you know, apparently a lot of international fans feel this way, and not just international, even Korean fans, because according to the the fans that created this letter <clears throat> sorry, this letter, like, because it is an open letter, so at the end of the letter you if you want you can sign your name to include your signature in it. Mm. And last time I checked, it had over 2,000 signatures within the first two days. So it's probably even more now. Mm. And apparently it's been signed by people within 100 different countries, including fans from South Korea. So, you know, it's just something that's getting a lot of attention. So it's not just mm. VIX fans now. It's now a lot of K-pop fans, fans in the K-pop community. So, you know, I think this is a pretty good you know, thing, a positive thing. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay. Well, be interesting to see how that goes. Um, moving on. Uh, Big Bang, uh, YG. Um, well, there were rumors that Big Bang was going to have an April comeback. Um, but not surprisingly, recently, uh, YG representatives stated that that is not true. And their comeback has not been finalized. And uh, basically, uh, their comeback has is yet to be scheduled. Um, we suppose it will be in 2015. Um, <laughs> right now, <laughs> uh, that's um, wow. that is likely <laughs> 2016. It seems to be so. Um, wow! Get out of here. Pack your stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, I'm so soon <laughs> so, to be done with YG. I'm literally like, I'm done with it. 
I'm so I, I done. Mean, Big Bang is, is probably their biggest moneymaker, so I would be a little more uh, optimistic, I guess, as, uh, than if I was a, a YG fan uh, as far as when they were going to come back. But, yeah, doesn't look like they'll be coming back in April. Uh, XO is reportedly making their comeback uh, with t 10 members uh, for their second official album on March 30th. Apparently there has been an EXO warning effect across the K-pop industry. Uh, people that were uh, idols that were um, intending on releasing singles and mini albums and whatnot in late March and early April um, were like F that, I'm not going to release anything. Um, basically wow, to avoid conflict with XO oh because they're pretty much like, what's the point? Uh, there is some uh, amusing um, uh, speculation as far as the uh, alleged title track. Um, apparently um, across the internet when people uh, were first trying to find out what uh, XO's new songs are going to sound like. Um, people found a demo track, uh, an English track, I believe. I forgot who it was by. But anyway, it was called Call Me Daddy. Um, and somehow they were able to verify this, that EXO was using it, but, um, you know, they didn't know in, in what manner the lyrics had been changed or whatever. But all we knew was that it was called Call Me Daddy, and they're, you know, crazy, sexist, um, misogynist lyrics, and um, people got a nice chuckle out of that for a while. Um, however, we do know that it is now called Call Me Baby, and um, which will now be known to me as Call Me Baby Daddy, because I think that's hilarious. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> Uh, this is, it's still not, it's still not confirmed that that is going to be their title track, but that is, seems to be the only thing um, that, that that people know of that they might be singing as of yet. They are also going to be in an upcoming web drama, uh, which is, seems to be the popular thing now. Um, got, you know, Got7 has their own web drama. Um, that seems to be, like I said, the popular thing. It's supposed to be called EXO Next Door. It will have a total of 16 episodes. It'll start airing on April 9th. Of course, it is a romantic comedy. So, um, you know, I guess all you know, the EXO fans uh, can, you know, watch the web drama and pretend that the uh, lead female is, is them and, you know, Get there, Are we still fix. talking about EXO? Yeah. Well, now I'm done. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about their comeback. That's how I feel about all this drama of Call Me Baby Daddy. The only call reason me Daddy, I actually mentioned it was but because I'm I found the Call Me Baby, Call Me Daddy thing. I, I found that amusing because people actually were freaking out a little bit about that for a while. And I was like, really? I was like, you think you're actually going to use the English lyrics and what all for this, um, you know. It wouldn't matter if it was misogynistic. Like, they would still put it out and people would still eat it up. Like, I don't well, know what yes. the point is. Who cares? <laughs> like, if anybody but EXO did it, then maybe this would be news. But it's not news because EXO is going to do it and people are going to eat it up. They make borderline creepy songs already <laughs> and, we, and people still listen to them. 
it must be nice to be a group that can get away with saying whatever you want. Like, we just had a news article of a, of Starlight's making an open letter to colorism that goes on in Korea, and literally the next news piece is the most colorist group in all of Korea. Where's their open letter? Where's their you know, thousands of signatures? I'm not going to disagree <laughs> with that. I don't, that's why I don't but, want this topic. That's why. Because this, this but is no, no, ridiculous no. favoritism. We have to give extra ah, be benefit of doubt. We have to give them a benefit of doubt. We, don't, we cannot just bash them. I don't know. I'm, I'm, like, I, I'm trying really hard to get into EXO because I think I, I'm like, I was trying to st stay truthful and be non unbiased about the different K-pop groups. I know I'm what... I'm a so-called YG stan, but I'm trying to give them a shot. I mean, I'll, I like certain members of EXO, but uh, I don't know. Call me, baby, call me daddy, daddy baby. They're making tons of money. Um, yeah. You can like them or not like them. Yeah, you cannot, you cannot yeah. talk about K-pop and not talk about the... EXO, unfortunately. biggest. <laughs> biggest, <laughs> but you can. I mean, I, I understand sure where you're coming from. Yeah, you can. You can. You don't have to talk about them. But as a podcast, we we need to talk about them. And like, we cannot talk about K-pop and the impact EXO's had this past two years, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> right, and I agree. But I also think that there's some BS that this group gets to go on immediately following, and I'm not blaming you, I'm blaming the fact that people still will give them the benefit of the doubt when we have this open letter that's a big deal, and I totally agree with this open letter and the way it was written, I think it's beautiful. Why does this not exist for EXO that has blatantly put colorism like all over their Twitters, and they've had retweets by SM on this colorism bullcrap, bull and yet... Mm -hmm. They don't even bring it up anymore, and the fans are too busy complaining that they missed out 20 minutes of content and their concerts. Like, get out! Your whole get out! All of you. <laughs> on a side note, on a side note, ex member Luhan is going to um, soon be in a feature film uh, with someone called Matt Damon, called <laughs> The Great Wall. Luhan, how so dare you? <laughs> There's that, and now on to escaping that awful group. Yeah, he's not in XO, and he's in a movie with Matt Damon. So um, yeah. came out better. You look healthy that. now. You look like you're actually a human being. God bless you. Welcome to the crew of human beings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you got to eat a sandwich. I mean, wait, wait, wait. Didn't like uh, two members of EXO get hurt a couple of days ago? Yeah. In the concert. Yeah, yeah. people still complain that they yeah, didn't get Yeah, I don't get hurt all the time. They just have to, they should, they, you know, they, they did uh, they this fall. training. They get they broken, broken limbs. They just shake it off. Go ahead. Yeah, keep, keep going. Yeah, who cares about um, all that? Especially if you're EXO, you better give me 20 minutes of every concert. Don't, <laughs> don't you dare skip me. Okay, <laughs> on to someone that I feel like is more universally uh, loved and respected among this group. Um... Kyan of Brown Eyed Girls recently made her uh, uh, comeback uh, with a very um, interesting uh, themed mini album called, um, I may be saying it wrong, so I apologize, Hawa, uh, which is uh, loosely translated as Eve in Hebrew. 
Um, and in case you were wondering um, if you haven't seen the track listing or watched any of either of the MVs, um, the concept of the album is Gaen representing a modern day Eve, um, which is uh, basically comes from uh, the Christian uh, religion. Um, with the story of Eve from the book of Genesis from the Bible, which is about the birth of Eve, the first woman who was born from Adam and is a representation of life. Um, she famous, famously was forbidden uh, by God from eating the forbidden fruit, the apple from the tree, uh, tree, of, knowledge, tree of knowledge, fruit of knowledge, and um, she was tempted by the snake, a.k.a. Satan. Um, and she uh, was tempted, she broke the rule, she ate the apple, and therefore committed mankind's first sin. So this is all kind of uh, interspersed within the album um, with titles like Apple, Paradise Lost, Guilty. Um, also, Guyan has, you know, is collaborating with some awesome people for the album. She's collaborated with Jay Park. Um, how do you say his name? Duck, Duck Two? Is it Duck Two? Doki. Doki. Okay, I, I know I was saying that wrong. Mad Clown and Wee Sung, and um, we will hopefully uh, we will be doing an MV um, re uh, podcast reaction on her awesome, awesome, awesome Paradise Lost MV, which she is already. Um, surprisingly, uh, I'm surprised she was um, to you know uh, been able to perform on a couple of music shows already. Um, they so edited were... the dance. <laughs> well, and actually, but actually, not as much as people thought it was. Yeah, they they only to took out the uh, the leg spread thing, which but, whatever, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> um, no, which, which is part. like I said, um, considering the dance and um, considering. Um, the content is a lot less than we than we thought it was going to be. Um, it's um, any any um, any discussion on that? I've been seeing a few things around the internet. Um, I don't know where it's coming from. Uh, some things, first of all, from Korean netizens who um, are thinking that uh, Gaian is being too sexy and is relying too much on her sexiness um, and that basically this is a rehash of her other uh, concepts. And also an interesting uh, comment from uh, someone on the internet called Asian Junkie uh, oh. or who uh, retweeted a comment Basically alluding to Gaian, uh basically um, perpetuating uh, Satanism and <laughs> Jesus and Christianity. Oh my Lord, have mercy! Can I go? I want to be on this. Yes, one. You this is the top here. Yes. I will. Okay. So first of all. I used to be the biggest, like, not fan of Gaian. I always thought that she was the overrated member of Brown Eyed Girls. And How I kind of... You? Yeah, I know, right? I kind of jumped off the boat when Bloom hit. 
and it's not even that Bloom was accept like I I'm not on the board of people who like Bloom just because it's like a song clearly about like sex. The thing that appeals to me is the fact that she made an inviting song to females to make them feel like it wasn't wrong to want to do this thing. And that's something that you just didn't have before. And like I realize that it's beneficial for me for Gaan to exist. I am a male, clearly, and I do enjoy the fact that Gaan embraces the fact that she is a sexual being and she um, does have sexy images, but the fact that she embraces it in a way that it's not made for me. And I will be the first to admit, like, she doesn't do stuff that's for me. Was Will she be attractive? Yes. But her music and her songs and the way she provides her lyrics and the songs she decides to sing are not made for me. Maybe her outfits, maybe her overall look is made for me, but the content and the things that she's trying to get across are made for girls. It is made True. for this selection of people, especially in Korea, who don't have any experience. I have a friend who is in Korea, and the fact that girls don't know so much less than girls know here, which is already an issue, and I live in America, it's already an issue about how little girls know in America, the fact that girls know even less in Korea, and you have this girl who is openly admitting all of these things and she is embracing and showing the problems and the issues moving forward is why I'm a fan of her. And it has nothing to do with me thinking that I should be like super hardcore feminist and I should support all these people. I think that this person is clearly here with an idea of what her career should be devoted to, and I respect that. I think that is a beautiful thing. And I think that her putting her focus and using her popularity to show girls that you're not weird and you're not wrong and there's nothing wrong with you for liking sex and liking um, being your own person and wanting to see what you can do and be your own person, I think that's great. And I love that she does that. And that is the reason that I am a Gone fan. And this whole idea for her album and the fact that she's kind of tackling this image of like Eve as being... Because in, in Christianity, Eve is kind of considered the first evil. Like, beyond the snake, right. it is Basically, the first she's, fallacy. Right, the person that effed up stuff, things for Right, everyone. she is the right. first mistake <laughs> in a, a whole book written of mistakes, right? She is the original mistake. She is the proof a that woman. humans humans are uh, prone to mistakes and that... And the way they even portray it is that women are the cause of the mistake because it is Eve who causes Adam to mess up. So it's like she's tackling this in such a pretty way, such a beautiful way. And the people who are so mad are the people who don't want that image to change because we as a culture in the world, especially as people who are Christian, like, or not Christian, I shouldn't say that. I should say people who are devoted to the um, original workings of the Bible do believe that like there is an that that women need to be handled essentially like there's no better yeah. way to reward it other than that they need to be handled they need to be controlled and that's not true they're people they're no more they're no better and they're no worse than I am that's it like and mm -hmm. I love I absolutely adore that Gaan is tackling that like to the front and she doesn't even care and she's winning she destroyed the charts with her song. God bless you, Gaian. Thank God that you exist because you and are something else. Great, great speech. Great speech. I want to insert him <laughs> right there. Can you give us some applause for, for Shin? 
Um, I just also, I want to say, as someone that considers themselves um, a Christian, um, not of any particular uh, sect um, of any kind, but I am, I personally am, I'm very respectful of other people's takes on Christianity, and I love what Guyan is doing, and I, you know, respect, and I'm interested in other people's interpretations of the Bible, because um, I guess I'm one of those Christians that, you know, looks at the Bible, and I mean, I think history shows they can be interpreted in many different ways, not getting too into um, religion, but... Um, you know, at any time, that can be a sensitive topic, but as someone that considers herself fairly religious, someone that does believe in uh, a higher power, I have no problem with what Gaian is doing, and, you know, I think that, you know, I love the fact that she's doing something that has a theme, and that she's, you know, it all, it all comes together, and it has a message, and she's just, she's perfect. So, yeah, she's yeah. wonderful. Yes, yeah, and I also want to give a shout out to the video director because this video director, this woman, she directed all of Sunny Hill's videos, IU's videos. She is the best music director in Korea, top notch without a doubt. And oh yeah, like, she's killing it. She's killing it. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I, like I forgot uh, the Sunny Hill video where where there's this hunchback of Notre Dame kind of theme right. and they. And they're killing him in, at the end. I mean, she she is she's the one who comes up with a lot of this, like imagery and tales and how and use of religion and and I like I just want to give her a shout out because every time an Alolan artist or a brown eyed girls or history they put out the video, I always know there's always gonna this always gonna they're always gonna bring it. It's not an SM box video. It's not. It's not YG's braids and hip hop gangster bullshit. It is always tastefully, beautifully done videos. So yeah, that's what I want to say about that. All right, guy in, go guy in. Uh, new goo group Madtown recently released a song in MV called titled New World. I don't know why I'm mentioning them, but they came back, so I am. Mina, yay, from <laughs> uh, from um, Girls Day will be do making a uh, debut as a solo performer very She's soon. A naked guy. She has a naked guy in her teaser, right? <laughs> she, he's she naked. He was wearing underwear. Her uh, he's naked. Is called I Am a Woman Too. And Bless she you, does, and she, <laughs> she has had several pictorials um, come out, uh, I guess, is her concept for the album and her, and as, as different, I guess, aspects of her uh, womanness, her femininity, and one of them is her with a naked guy, and she's holding a uh, twig and branches in front of his no-no place. So, um, and I didn't even notice that he was naked at first until someone. <laughs> um, I, I, I like I wouldn't let her hold a twig and branches in front of my no-no place because I'd be 
wary of scratches. That's all I'm saying. Like, well, that guy, this is was that a professional brave. photo shoot, so this was a professional photo shoot. So I'm assuming there was safety was a concern for all involved. I don't uh, know how many professional photo shoots you've been to, but with experience, I can tell you it's not that safe. I promise. Well. We'll see how, I, I mean, that will be cool if that's part of her music video or whatever. She brings a naked man on stage during her performance. Um, we'll happen. see. She's, <laughs> she's um, going to be releasing everything, her uh, mini album on the 16th. So looking forward to that. She pretty much carries her group vocally, um, I will say. I don't think many people disagree with that. Also, Jen is a good singer, so I don't agree with that. She's clearly the power vocals, but you can't write off the fact that Sujin got all the features and not Mina. So, I mean... Okay. So she can sing, too. but Nobody I else can sing in that group. I'll give you that. <laughs> but okay. Half that group can sing, and it's not just Mina. Okay. So we can say there's two people. Okay. There's only yeah. four people in the group. <laughs> <laughs> Another four-person female group is also going to be coming, making a comeback later this month. Miss A-A-A-A are gearing up to um, return with a new album around the end of March. Uh, JYP, according to JYP Entertainment, says Miss A will be coming out with a new song at the end of the month. It will be an album that contains Miss A's distinct sexiness. Please look forward to it. This will be their first um, return to yes. the stage in about uh, a year yes. and four months. Miss A. Um, their last ready? Finally, I hope it's a good song. I saw Susie's hair. She's bleached it and she has <laughs> bangs. I love it. it Don't care. Good. Return no. to me, queen. <laughs> Return to me, my three queens who like don't get to do anything. Part. Three queens? Which one is and not your queen? I was very Susie. put out that there oh. was like no <laughs> response to that. And I think a lot of people are saying that it's JYP's fault that Miss A has not been getting traction because of the way, they've been, the way they've been promoted. And they're going to slay, and it won't matter, because everybody still likes Miss A, and everybody's always like, oh, well, they it's be, JYP's they fault. Cis, they could it be is on JYP's fault. Level. They're bigger. What are you talking about? Are you, are you really going to do this right now? How many wins does oh, Sister have? Girl, oh, girl, 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 um, no, 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 no. We're going to talk about this. Let's do it. Are we going to talk about JYP management? Are we going to go there, girl? How long did it take for Sister's first win? Don't worry. I'll wait. No, it took longer because Miss A has a bad girl, good girl. Thank they you. Came Goodbye. Out the game. I win. Yeah, exactly. Miss A. Yeah. They should have already. Good. They should still be there. But they're, they're not still they, there. They don't promote they're not. What are you talking about? They're gonna come back and Please. they're gonna win. Hey, I, mean, I love Miss. I love Miss A. <laughs> they're like in my. They're in my. They're in my top. Please. In my top, no, listen. I'm saying my top that five, they deserve sorry. better, and they just I, they I'm haven't received arguing. it. I am not arguing that they don't deserve better, but all these people who are saying that they are not going to make it because oh JYP mismanagement, they've still won with every day or with every comeback, with the exception of Breathe. So don't sit there and act like they're not popular. No, they, no I don't they think they're, they're not popular. popular. Okay. I think, okay. I think no. they could be more popular. Some people they think sure JYP is bungled. 
I I'm just think they could that be. People are saying that they're not yeah. on the par of like Sister and all the and Girls Day and all these Nugu wannabes that just came out. Like they are. They're just as big as them. They just don't no, come back. Dude, I think if they did, then they would be top three. The fact that um, they're not the way the JYP promotes them. I think it that the fact that they you don't see them a lot outside of their promotions gets people to thinking. Oh, you know, okay, they're not up there with you. Know, you know, when they came out with those BS girl group rankings, and Sister was up there with Twenty One and SNSD, and that's purely because like Sister is one of those groups that when they promote, they promote, and they're out there, and you can't help but see them. And Miss A, it's you know, no different from Miss A. They, they only promote quality. once a year. That's the difference. Like, that's no, what, I, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying, and I'm not arguing that you're wrong in that. They do not. They don't promote enough. But you cannot sit here and say that they're not a big group because every single they time big they come back, they I win. I just think it's no, public uh, perception. They have won as many times or more than Sister, and they've done less promotions. But, yeah, but they've so only had one. Like the popularity, no. and that's what's hurting them. Uh, I don't think it's hurting them at all. They're winning. They're, like, the public, Public only, perception is that they're not out there as much. Therefore, so this day is so, not so relevant. So 2 p.m. is nothing too because they don't promote enough. I'm not enough saying that's no, true. No, like listen, it's listen. It's the same. I'm just, I'm just saying. Listen. Uh, done, let me. Listen. Hold on. Shh, calm down. Can I? Can, <laughs> can I say Kiara. something? Can I say? Because everyone was overlapping at once, so I was like, whoa, let's calm down for a second. <laughs> okay. So, Noah, you were talking. You go ahead. Yes, thank you, Kiara. I'm not saying Miss A is not popular. They are popular, but not. But in Korea, they're mostly popular because of Susie. And I'm not arguing it, that. And if it wasn't for Susie, they would have dropped off the face of the earth. And it's not the, uh, the girl's fault, because they are amazing, beautiful, and like each and every one of them can actually sing. As, at least compared to idol groups, but the problem is JYP's management sucks, and they and I'm not, arguing not that. just and not just Miss A, but most JYP artists are not getting treated as they deserve. Like just look at Sun E. Sun E, like we you did nobody knew about him, nobody gave a shit about him when he was JYP. As soon as he dropped out from JYP, he like everybody knows him. Like he's making money. He's making he like he top he's topping charts with. Um, Sorry, uh, that girl from Orange Caramel, but like had one of the Raina. biggest hits last year. Raina. Yeah, Reina, exactly. Yeah. Had one of the biggest hits last year. So that's my point. I'm not saying that Miss A are not popular, but they could have been way bigger considering how they, when they first hit the scene, they slayed everybody. Nobody could say shit. Like everybody could go to bed and not talk for that year. And the crazy thing is, is that I don't think they even expected them to be that popular out of the gate. That was no. based purely on the quality of their performances and the song. They did it themselves. It, that was despite uh, the effort that JYP was putting behind them. So um, I think there is some validity in that. But I think we can all agree that Miss A um, deserves all the attention and hopefully they will, you know, they will get it with their next song. I thought Hush was worthy of more attention than it got. Um, mm. but it won. I don't know what do you want. But it, 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 it won. They won. Should have won but it was not a, It was not a big hit. It, yes, it, it was. It, it, mm. 
It was a big hit. What do you... Okay, I think <laughs> this is my issue, and this is why I have such a fuss when people try to diminish what Miss A has done because of JYP's mismanagement. I am not arguing that JYP did not mismanage Miss A. I am not arguing that. I'm also not arguing that they might be the biggest group if JYP had any sort of brain power in his head. Or not his head, but the CEOs that currently control JYP had any sort of brain power. What I well, am see, that's about. the thing, too. JYP is not <laughs> as active with, with JYP Entertainment anymore, so technically... It's not his other fault. Well, it's not his right, fault. technically there's other to. people running it now. Right, right? it's not his but fault, but it hasn't been his fault for be, like more yeah. than three years. People forget that he's just been there and he's been producing. That's all he's been doing. He he mm -hmm. gave up control when like yeah. Rain and all them came on with J-Tune. Like he gave up control before that. But regardless, this is my issue, and this is what bothers me so much is that people are so quick to act and devalue what Miss A has done, what they have accomplished, because they don't promote constantly. But they established from literally within their like first four promotions that they don't have to do that. Because every single time that they come back, they win. People are like, oh, well, Hush could have done better. You know what? It sure could have. But I guarantee you that there are like 20 or 30 girl groups that would love to have done as well as Hush did. And Hush was out there, and it was weird, and nobody else had done anything like that. And you know what it did? It won. So who cares? They still come back, and they win. They do exactly what 2PM is doing right now, except they did it earlier than 2PM did, and that's what people are having a fuss about. 2PM comes back, and they come out with a song that nobody else has, and they win. You know what Miss A does? They do the same thing, and they win. But it doesn't matter because they're a girl group, and they should do more. Because nobody's talking about 2PM being mismanaged anymore because, oh, they already made their point. They already, you know, instilled their spot in the world. They come back with a song and it wins and it's great and everybody's so happy and did blah, it, blah, Did they win last time? Yes, they won. They right, won maybe. and so like, did... Is, I, think, I think if people are relating to, in compare, like if you're in the top three, they expect something at... SM or YG's level, like you should not win just Music Bank. You should win all three at they least won once. More than like, just and one. honestly, and honestly, like they are, like Miss A are not in the top five girl groups at the moment. Like for this I public, and like I said, when I, I think that is like mostly, like I said, in terms of perception. popularity perception. Four um, minutes took as reality, big of a break as Miss A. Why do they get a free pass? Because they're actually doing well on the single on the charts. Okay. No, the, so is Miss A. What do you mean? No, they're not. Yes, they are. What are you talking about? When like, was the last four-minute comeback? Four, Please tell me when the last four-minute comeback was. Crazy. Crazy is the current comeback. Before yeah, well, the, that, the, when was the last one? The, before, before that, what, what did she do? And before that was like, uh, what's your name? What she doing? What's well, see, that's what I'm saying. I think that, that, that I think what you're what saying you illustrates the argument you're making because so four did minute, four minute is a group that comes out fairly often. They're known by the public. They have a lot of trendy hits, so people can think of them more readily than Miss A and you're like, oh, it's been forever since I heard a Miss A song. So it's that, I, like I said, I think it's that perception. It's not so much that their quality is different or that they've had less success per se, 
but it's just their the public awareness of them. I, I think that's a problem JYP has with all of their artists, honestly, other than when Wonder Girls was at their peak and maybe 2 p.m. was at their peak, is, is, is this kind of awareness of JYP artists, you know, being mm. out there and being hot, other than maybe Got7, um, which I think, like I said, was another situation where, where they didn't expect him to catch on like they did. Um, but they, you know, they're a guy group, and so that tends to happen more often. Anyway, very interesting <laughs> um, conversation. You guys might want to continue it in your own, uh, maybe <laughs> own podcast, perhaps. But uh, get more to two more comebacks. Um, Busy Tiger Yumi Ray coming back uh, with a new album a year and six months after one of the greatest albums of all time, The Cure. Um, new album slate for release in mid-March, and there's a crap ton of people that will be on it. Um, uh, let's see. Sean and Kwan, BTS's Rap Monster, Beast, Young Jun Hyun, um, uh, what's his name? Doc, Doc T? Doc T? Yes, I don't know why I can't get that. Um, Sun Sung Yun, uh, Kim Bong Jung of Windy City, EE, e., um, a new artist named uh, Dino J, um, ton of people. Is this is going to be a huge thing. Um, and so they're going coming out with that soon. Uh, there's been a couple of um, uh, photos, uh, concept photos released. Um, I am excited out of my mind, and I can't wait. Um, I liked... Uh, I liked uh, the single uh, Yumi Ray's uh, single "Angel." It was okay. It was it was it was nice. Um, but I'm ready for some more stuff uh, similar to the Cure. So, um, yeah, that that is um, coming soon. And also, Mama Moo is coming back with a single for a release at the beginning of April that they apparently recently wrapped up recording. Uh, they've been uh, recently been making some really good impressions on KBS's Immortal Song and slaying the stage. Um, and I just cannot wait to see what they do next. They are just... They have captured my heart and my mind and my soul, and I love them. So, yes. Um, now, on to the last um, comeback um, that has been getting a lot of traction and discussion. Uh, it's SM Entertainment's girl group Red Velvet, who is making their comeback, but is making their comeback as a five-member group. Uh, SM recently released an introduction video on YouTube to welcome the newest member of the group, Yeri. Yeri is 16 in Korean age. She's been a trainee with SM since 2011. And she will be joining Wendy, Irene, Joy, and Sogi with their comeback on their first full-length album, Ice Cream Cake. Um, they have released a ton of concept photos uh, of them for the album. Um, I assume from the music video, I think. 
um, and they've all uh, they're all doing this uh, light uh, blonde reddish strawberry blonde hair thing now with colored contacts I don't know it's kind of a weird look um, there's also rumors um, this seems like it comes up every time red velvet um, comes back um, about them uh, being uh, an expanded group or being a rotation group um, and this all goes back to their first video, Happiness, where they have seven female trainees that made an appearance at one point. Um, Yeri was actually one of them, and they um, she was actually apparently up on stage at an SM concert with the other trainees, and apparently on SM's uh, one of their sites or uh, one of their social media pages, there the group. Um, all of them are still listed as being uh, rookies, uh, which people think is some sort of um, signal to them being a rotation group of some kind. So um, this has uh, gotten a lot of, of attention. Um, some of their fans do not like this. Uh, they think this is going to be a detriment to Red Velvet. Um, I personally do not think that, well, for me personally, it makes no difference. Um, <laughs> it, it, they, you know, I, I couldn't tell them apart before I tell them apart now. Um, I feel like they're pretty much well on their way of erasing all prior existence of FX. Um, there's been some clips of uh, upcoming singles or songs on the internet, uh, Ice Cream Cake, Automatic, um, and then another song, something, cutie pie, baby, something, something. I don't know. That sounded like an S, uh, SNSD cast off. And uh, the other two were kind of early FX sounding. So I don't know. Again, it seems like SM doesn't know what they want this group to be. But um, any thoughts on this new fifth member and where Red Velvet is going and if they're going to... Um, gain, uh, get those music awards uh, on the uh, award shows despite um, all signs pointing to they should not, in my opinion. Uh, opinions, yes. Well, I called it. They were going to be new members. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. A lot of people called it, and now everybody's like, this is... This is confirmation that there's going to be a rotation or that they're just going to be adding members. And, you know, nobody's saying anything. So, you know, we don't know. They may continue adding members or they might do a tiara thing where they're like, okay, um, you know, you, you've served your purpose. We're bringing in this other chick. We don't, you know, we don't know. Which, you know, for a group, that's got to be the most irritating situation because it's like, that makes it things so inconsistent and and awkward. I don't know, but it seems. But then again, they are an SM, and they seem to have a dedicated base of fans. Um, not a large base, but they're getting more support than FX ever got. So. Wow! Um, really? You think so? I. You know what? Um. I never thought we'd be better over FX, but I don't know. I feel like Red Velvet, I don't know. I, I feel like because of a lot of the things that have happened to SM, they've kind of leaned on Red Velvet as a crutch. 
Um, they have kind of tried them out. Successfully, for the record, let's mm -hmm. let's bring yeah. that up. That it has yeah. not been successful. This is important. Right, but still, and and still, I feel like you know they've leaned on them as kind of a crutch, and as a result, they've been getting a lot more attention. Um, and you know, I mean, they won. They they won Rookie of the Year awards. They won over Mama Moo. Okay, that's un. That is, you know what? I, I can't condone that. I can't condone that. I'm impressed that. that means anything to you with Mamamoo, of all people. I, well, it does, because... But you know that Mamamoo's not going to get the shine that they deserve, so I don't know why well, that means anything to you. Well, I, I think they should, so, you know... But you know that they're not. It has nothing to do with Mamamoo being talented or Red Velvet existing as a group. It has to do with the fact that Korea doesn't give a... Uh, left foot about talent. Like, I don't... Well, the thing is, is that I think they do because Mamamoo is being... is being... they are getting accolades, they are getting noticed for their talent. The only thing I'm saying as far as... because Red Velvet and Mamamoo, as far as their styles and, and performance styles and everything are, are Couldn't pretty... Couldn't be any farther? Yeah, apples and oranges. But, still, like I said, when you look at Red Velvet is being this new five-member group, and the last five-member group that you know SM tried to debut FX that still does not have a you know fandom name. I it's just, it's just <sighs> okay. Just All right, you know what? No, I'm gonna interrupt you here because <laughs> you're gonna bring this point up, and your point is completely invalid because for Ooh. because FX has more wins than Red Velvet already. And I'm FX not saying FX is not popular. Two promotions. I'm not saying they're not popular. No, but you are. You are saying that by even. I'm saying that, that SM has any sort of weight SM against does FX. does not give them the treatment that they deserve as a group. FX, SM doesn't give any girl group past SNSD the treatment that they deserve. Well, so, then, before yeah. or after SNSD, the only SM group that has gotten the treatment that it deserves is SNSD. So that's an irrelevant point because at, literally we are putting Red Velvet on the same path that we put FX on. FX won. FX made something of themselves with the exception of the fact that SM did not give a poop about what and FX And they still did. don't. And they still don't. But then they made Red Velvet, and Red Velvet already has less wins and less notoriety and less successfulness than FX, and people but are already I... being like, maybe they're pulling away from X FX. They're not. They're still stuck in that same position. They're still middling even less than, than FX does. Red Velvet still doesn't have a fandom name. So what? That's true. <laughs> what no, I mean, I, I'm not saying that they're, you know... They're breaking into, you know, they're already at, at, at some level that they're not. I'm just saying that I feel like they're already, you know, especially since they're, you know, way, you know, they, they've just started, that they're already getting more support and backing than FX did. And I no, think that not. part of that is because, like I said, that they they're being won used yet. as a crutch. They haven't won yet, so clearly they're not. Like, at the end of the day, 
you can compare cells. Okay, okay, okay. Because that's the only relevant statistic for how successful a group is doing I, in Korea. Because album cells don't mean anything anymore. Because we proved that album cells don't mean anything when EXO won, and everybody blatantly admitted that they bought like 12 copies of each album. So you can't compare that. That's why Super Junior was winning every year. Exactly. You cannot compare that anymore because SM has the same kind of thing going on for it. FX actually won, actually beat people that mattered, and literally Red Velvet can't even break beyond the top five. You cannot say that they have more support because they don't. Because I at this point, FX was breaking the top five. Okay, okay, guys, okay, guys. Now, <laughs> I think Tim and I are not seeing eye to eye today, but it's okay. <laughs> It's okay. That's, it's usually me and Tim, but it's okay. You can have that role right now. I'm that's fine. Okay. I can, so, I see, um, what I are some see, other opinions about Red Velvet, Noah? Um, I see you both of you guys' opinion, and I uh, kind of agree with both of you in in a way. But regarding the Red Velvet, like I'm wondering, like what SM is actually thinking? What are they are actually doing? Like, okay, there was this Red Velvet. They're a four-member group, and now they've added another one. Uh, 16 year old, so it's like seven years difference between the youngest and the oldest one, which makes. Them, I don't know how old Irene is, but I thought she was 24 or 23. She's older than that. Or maybe she is. I have no idea, but seven, eight years, I think. And like, and now we are hearing that we have rotational member, mem like rotation, and like, I don't know what is. I'm trying to figure out what SM is actually thinking and how they're going to pull it off. But on the other hand, I do think like it doesn't matter what SM does. They can ship, they can put out any boy group or girl group in plastic bags and people will still eat it up. I mean, it, it, it might take a while. Like, I don't know what I'm saying. It may take, might take a while like for FX. Uh, like FX really hit a big last year until all that bullshit happened and same thing with EXO like it was not until their second year or third second year and they hit it big I mean I guess I, I, my opinion is like I'm not getting SM at all I'm, I don't I don't understand does anyone else can anyone else figure out like Kiara well, red, well, red velvet, or you know, aka uh, white angel cake, if you want to call them that, with all the blonde <laughs> they have going on. No, um, red herring, red herring. Oh, red herring, whatever. Um, first of all, by the way, like those teasers are kind of. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about all of them being like with blonde. Or strawberry blonde or whatever. They, I feel like they, the hair looks fried and they look weird. And, and the, contact the contacts. Contact. Don't forget. Blue contacts. There was like, there's like this big argument going on, which I don't want to include in this because it's, it makes, it's gonna make the conversation get bigger. But there's people like arguing about that, the whole look. Um, but as for the fifth member, um, you know, I was, kind of, I've always, in the back of my mind, I always think like, well, there's a possibility of them having. Uh, another member or more members um, because a lot of people say that SM likes to make groups that reflect each other, the boy group and male group. You know, um, how the Grace was supposed to be the female equivalent of, you know, Don Mang Shinki, uh, Sonia Shide to Super Junior, Sonia Shide to Super Junior, um, FX to Shiny, and so they're saying that Red Velvet is supposed to be equivalent to EXO. So there's 
that's why the whole there's always been that topic of that how Red Velvet is going to become a bigger group, or they're going to add more members because of it. Because they're always saying how their groups always reflect each other, their male and female groups. So at this point, I don't know what's going to happen. None of us do. Um, so far, there's just only one new member. So we're going to see how that goes. Um, apparently, she's supposed to be very talented. Like she's she's a singer, she's a rapper, and a dancer. We'll see how true that all is once they, you know, she officially debuts. Um, I, the, actually, the the music video teaser was released earlier, like about an hour or two ago, and I watched it. Really? Um, yeah, and it's kind of mm. creepy sounding, like, you know, like something you hear from a children's horror movie. I don't know. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice description. So, I don't know. I mean, I mean, they look like dolls, and the, the music and the teaser is kind of creepy sounding, so who knows where, you know, SM is going to take this. So, I don't know. I'm going to really hold my judgment on this comeback until Same actually here. the music video and the song. But for now, I'm not really feeling it. I'm not feeling the whole, the whole everyone being blonde or strawberry blonde or whatever. Some variation of blonde and with blue contacts and all that. And, and I'm not feeling it, personally. So, yeah, that's know. cultural appropriation at its worst. I agree. Okay. I didn't say all that, but <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say all that, but <laughs> <laughs> not adding any more to the conversation. Um, but yes, uh, music video teaser that's already out there. So by the time this thing hits, uh, our um, hopefully by Monday, our episode hits, there will possibly be a full length MV, and then music show. Um, performances, so we'll see what happens there. Um, going into that, um, there uh, we've mentioned a few of them. There have been a ton, well, not a ton, but a good amount of girl groups that have come back recently. Um, you know, of course, these as these things as trends, they ebb and flow. They come in waves and they disappear just as quickly. So let's just take inventory. You've you've got four minutes. You know, come back with with crazy rainbow with black swan and fiesta with pitiful. You know, kind of sexy dark concepts. I guess you could say. Uh, G friend girlfriend. Um, even though they haven't been promoting for a few weeks, with glass bead and lovelies um, with high. Um, and they have this fresh cute concept. Um, and we're gonna call it fresh, really. Well. You know, and would generally this is what generally will be like. You know, in an article or something, they would say fresh. I'm just asking if we're gonna call it fresh. That's all I'm asking. I this is not <laughs> coming from my. <laughs> this is not coming from my personal opinion. This is just right, right, general right. from general, you know, description. Um, so you know, we have that. Um, then we have the stellar comeback. Uh, the recent MV Fool, which um, I guess is, is kind of a, a F you to the fans. Um, I, I don't know because it, the whole video is kind of weird. There's this is this this big, you know, this person in a gorilla suit, and the best explanation I saw that made sense to me was that it was this. You know the the stuffed and the animal, the gorilla was the fandom, and it was giving them strength against the haters. You know, because you know they're on the internet and they play a little bit of their marionette video, and it's like, oh, they're sad, and they're showing some of the comments. One of my favorites was a uh, uh, Stella ass or ass Stellar. It was ass Stellar, yeah, that they showed on the screen. 
uh, somebody apparently made that comment, someone. And it and part of the video was them saying, yeah, we're sexy, what of it? And then part of it was, you know, kind of taking a tongue-in-cheek, you know, jab at the sexy concepts while still being very blatantly um, sexy and male gazy. I mean, is it still a sexy concept if it's ironic? Um, and plus, if it's just like their management, I if you know their management is likely maybe who came up with the idea. I don't know. Maybe Stellar did come up with the idea. I mean, is it even? Is it even like? I don't know. Does it even mean anything? I don't know. Is well, any? Am I the only person that saw this? No, MV? no. I think I think a lot of people feel like the Stellar new MV is kind of a shot at. Um, a particular point of the fan base, the the kind of fan base that sort of well, I don't know if it was a shot as much as it was like a attack at the people who aren't fans because there's people who are upset and that's the most of the things that were posted were like the people who were upset about the Stella image and I I, I don't know I mean it depends on the way you take it and this is the thing is like. And I think it's genius in terms of marketing. They kind of played this weird role where you could take either side. Like for me, I didn't feel, and I'm, I'm a person who got on board of Stella when they went sexy and had a better image. Like I think their image before this was kind of garbage and it was boring. But they have a sexy image. I don't really like Marionette. But I did like Mask after that. And I think it was the way you kind of make a sexy image without being like just like Kind of gross. I mean, let, let's be real. Marionette was kind of gross. That music video was yeah. kind of gross. Like, yeah, that was I have the no main issue with people that. is it, that it was too in your face, too obvious. I mean, right. And it, it's made for me. Like, I am the open, the <laughs> open person who admits that, like, I enjoy male gaze. I like when people cater to me. I admit it. It was even a little too much for me because it was like blatantly in my face, and that's like. I want to. I, I want. I want you to play a little game with me. You know what I mean? Like, I, I want the little. Game. I'll be real. I like. I like mask because it's like a little game. Like we're playing a little bit. You know? Like I don't. Attention I don't want PDs. you to be. Tim likes to, to be, be part of the. He likes to chase. Yeah, not, I like the chase yet. a little bit. Like I. I want to. I want to play the game. Like I like Gaian because she plays the little game with me. Like. Like I like it. I like the game. So don't. Don't just like throw it all. Throw it all out there. That's boring. And, you know, I don't blame them for it. But when it comes to this point where you get to this new music video where they're kind of... They're, they're throwing shade at people who, like, just call them sluts for it, basically. Like, essentially, that's mm -hmm. where they're really throwing the shade at, is the people mm -hmm. who were, like, blatantly like, oh, they went too far, blah, blah, blah. Like, I think they made a good point in that you're asking them to sort of... Sort of... Um, like ride this limit and you don't want them to go too far but you want them to do just as much as you want you know what I mean and it's kind of like you can't ask that of them and I feel like that's the image that they wanted to get across like you need to either want them to be sexy but not hate on them for going too far or you need to tell them don't you need to make them successful for not doing the sexy image and I think that's a good place to be 
because there's a lot of girl groups who are falling in, falling into this image where they have to be like sexy, but they're still not being successful, and they don't really know what's going on. And this stellar thing was kind of like, you know what? I did the sexy image for you. I went super sexy, and then I kind of toned it down, and I pulled it back a little bit for mask. And you still called me like slutty kind of things. Like you kind of slut shamed me for it. And so this is my new music video, and I don't think it's going to be successful, and I think that sucks because I think they did make a good point in that, like, I did what you wanted. I changed just like everybody else changed, and I pushed the image just like everybody wants people to do, but apparently I pushed it too far and it's too much and you don't like it. Whereas most other groups, and I especially think if it had been an established group that did Marionette, I think it'd be okay. Like, I think if Sister had done something like Marionette, people would be like, oh, man, that's super sexy. Like, they're pushing it, but let's do it. If Formanet had done Marionette, it'd be the same thing. But it's a group that wasn't established, and they did it, and they pushed that line, and people were like, oh, slutty. And they just put up the X and just bounced, you know? And I, I think that's the point that they're trying to get across. I don't think they're kind of throwing any sort of feelings or shade at their fans. I think they're showing that, like these people who jumped on board for that or jumped on board to hate on them, like, but they did all this other stuff before. They did all this stuff to prove that they're not like that. And even Mask wasn't really like that, but it was still in that sexy image that I think is more comfortable for them. And yeah, they it still was, got the I same liked heat. Mask. I liked their MV for Mask. It was very soft and, like, feminine and, and very... I liked it. It, it wasn't trying so hard and I felt like they were still sexy with 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 mask but it was more natural if that makes sense I don't know um, when you're talking about groups that also try to be sexy and are not successful are you maybe also referring to rainbow yeah, I mean, you can, put Black Swan, you can go uh, there who are came back <laughs> and now are only going to be promoting for two weeks after their first comeback in a year, in uh, more eight than months, yeah. um, it was unable to maintain a spot in the top 100. They also garnered significant interest, resulting in early termination of promotions. Um, and uh, apparently, they were going to originally promote another song with that, but uh, they're not. And then a couple of the some of the members like Wu Li and Sung Ah are, are attached to other projects, um, and so that's also um, uh, considered um, part of uh, why they, their um, promotions are being shortened. But I'm like, still, I mean, man, I mean, it's DSP is 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 their management, right? Yeah, yeah I mean. At least, at least let them. Prom I mean, I thought they had like a, at least like a certain period of time that they all promoted. It wasn't just like, oh, this song isn't doing well. All right, we're cutting off promotion. Okay, uh, well, there, there's a there's a person on our podcast who is a fan of the DSP artists, so I, I want to know what Kiara feels about. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, Kiara. Very curious. Yes. About it. Um. Well, for me. I actually really like this comeback. Like, I love Black Swan, and I love the whole really? new album. Yeah, I like Hold it. Hold on. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> I want to know because I like it, too, I, I like so it I want to know. Yeah, I thought it was different. I didn't like it at first, but I, I, 
I like it. It's one of those songs that for most people, they don't really like it at first, but the more you listen to it, the more yeah, it grabs your attention. It really sticks in your head. That's why I feel like they should have given it a chance, but go ahead, Kira. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, I didn't, to be honest, I wasn't paying attention to the, um, like, to the charts and stuff like that, because I was like, well, I knew they weren't doing that well, but I didn't think, but I didn't realize that they were doing that bad, because I was watching one of their performances last week. I think on like Music Bank or something, and they were like number sixteen or something. So I thought they were doing semi decent, you know, not the best, but semi decent. But you know, I'm, I don't know. Like I feel like DSP is really, they they're not doing well with. Well, first of all, my first issue was when they had their comeback week. Like, usually when an artist comes back, they do two songs on the music shows. Like, a song for, like, a minute or something, and then they have their main title song. Like, Rainbow didn't even get that. Like, they only just performed Black Swan, and that's it. Like, while others who had their comebacks, like, let's say, like, um, Neil or even Lovelies. You know, Lovelies, they had their comeback week. They They did another song besides High for, like, a minute or whatever, and then they did their song. But Rainbow didn't get that at all. And I was, like, upset about that. I'm like, um, they've been gone for almost two years, and they didn't get two songs to perform. Like, what is this? And then, you know, then their performances happened, and then DSP is, like, suddenly, oh, no, they're done. And to be honest, I don't, I'm not happy with that. I feel like Rainbow deserves so much more than this. This album, to me, this mini-album is actually really good and deserves a lot of attention. Yeah, I thought um, uh, the the mini-album was not not bad. I mean, as far as... Like I said, you yeah, I was just thinking. I was like, yeah, they didn't get a chance to promote another song, and they've got some um, nice stuff um, on there other than Black Swan that they they could also promote. I mean, I just I mean, even if they aren't doing well, I'm just I just feel like that's just <sighs> lack. Yeah. Of, I, I mean, that's just being lazy. It's just you know being like, okay, well, we don't feel like you know. Spending the money, to, you know, we're 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 cutting you off. I I just I I don't know. I I, I don't know. Well, I think and, and I think they did have they were gonna do another song too because their other song that's gotten a lot of attention. Uh, I think it's called Bad Man's Tears or Bad Man Crying. Mm-hmm. Um, they they released a dance practice video on their official YouTube channel of them dancing to that song. I'm like they had to have this prepared because they were going to do it on music shows because they didn't they didn't have a showcase first of all they did not have a showcase and a lot of idols do that nowadays they have a showcase before they have their comebacks on music shows they mm-hmm. didn't have that they didn't have their second song on their first week comeback you know it's like come on now this they, rainbow deserves so much more than oh. this and it hurts me that they don't get they don't get what other idols people get. like that song sucked like literally it was <laughs> It was crap. Like, it's, it's not the public to fault. You, the to you. I'm gonna disagree. No. To you, Noah. Nah, I like that song. <laughs> it's good. It's like, great. It's good for you, but like, I, I don't even remember that song. But I love Rainbow. I think they deserve. I think they're hilarious. The girls are, like, they're one of those. Like, they are like the female version of. Um, I forgot the other group who's not getting the recognition, but the male group. I forgot it. But anyways, there's a I, lot. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, the, number, the one, who, the one who everybody talks about. Ah, forget it. Anyways, I mean, 
it was the song was bad. It sucked. Like there's no excuse for it. I mean, if you can, if you should blame anyone, it should be DSP. Like they they did uh, not. Uh, it. No, like sorry. I mean, you gotta besides, blame them. I totally agree with that. You have besides, to blame them. But besides the song sucking, they they did not get promoted well enough, as Kiara said. Like they didn't have two songs. They didn't have any showcase. They uh, like they were they were not appearing on any variety shows. Uh, like they only had one game with KBS Entertainment Weekly, and that's because um, one of the members, like, do part-time job there as a news presenter, and in and interviews other celebrities. Like, seriously, like it's typical DS, DSP. Like they cannot even manage Kara right. How how are we gonna expect? Oh, uh, I don't agree with that. Mm, sorry, no, like. One of the most famous K-pop groups in uh, Japan, but yeah, DSP yeah, has Japan, no idea what yeah. to do. Despite DSP, maybe. Uh, who cares about Korea? They make more money in Japan. Everybody knows it. DSP are the original JYP, okay? Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> okay, let's not go there, people. Let's not go there. We're talking about Rainbow. We don't have to be car in here. <laughs> I think, I, just in general, I just think it's... it's it's. I feel almost, you know, I, I feel on Rainbow's behalf that they've been treated unfairly. I, I you know, I just... That whole two-week thing kind of rubs me the wrong way. Even regardless of whether you like the song or not, I do think... With Black Swan, even though I kind of like it, it is a risky song because it's not something. It's one of those songs, like I said. It, it, it I, I remember when I first heard it, I was like, uh, 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 you know, this is kind of weird. And then, if you listen to it more and more, it is kind of, especially the the chorus. It 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 gets stuck in your head like most K-pop choruses do. But uh, it's definitely not as melodic as most you know, songs are. So they did take a risk with that, I think. Um, what about um, four, uh, 4 Minute and uh, um, also Fistar um, doing not really, uh, I would say, you know, sexy dark, sexy fierce, you know, kind of concepts. Um, crazy, I felt like, <laughs> was 4 Minute it's interesting because they're successful, they win on music shows, but you still feel like they're not, um, I don't know, I still get the, the, the feeling that a lot of people still view them as Hyanna and Friends. You know, you, you, that's you still what their group is, Hyanna and Friends. What do yeah, you that's what I, I'm, I'm saying. It's like you, the others don't really get uh, credit for their roles in the group. And then poor... Kayun, I just felt like <laughs> the the whole concept just did not fit her at all. What do you mean? Um, I think she did better than Jihyun did, so I don't know well, what the big deal is. Jihyun, I agree. The yeah. most useless <laughs> member of that whole group. It was exactly. Um, but she, this, okay, the, <laughs> this is where I'm going to interrupt you because she should not be. Because she is not a bad dancer, and she is not a bad... Well, she's not an awful singer, and yet she underperforms every single person in that group because she doesn't care. That's on her. Like, Gayun clearly doesn't understand, like, anything hip-hop. 
And you know what she still does? She still goes out there and tries. Even though she can't dance, she can't mm. sing to hip-hop, she still goes out there and tries. And then you have fuck, you have <laughs> Jihyun, who does not care about anything. She's just out there like, oh, well, I'm going to get a paycheck. Like, literally, she's so garbage for that group. And yet, people still give her the benefit of the doubt because they're like, well, Gaiyun clearly doesn't know what she's doing out here either. Yeah, I totally agree she doesn't know what she's doing out there either, but at least she gives a, an attempt. Like, she wants to be relevant. Yeah. Like, why do people give a free pass to this girl who clearly does not care about anything that's going on in her group at well, all? Well, I guess to the Zero people that know that who Jihyun is, I mean, you know... I mean, Everybody that... knows who she is. She's the chick <laughs> who doesn't do anything in their group. What do you mean? I don't understand. I mean, I will say that... Most of the time with 4-Minute, Jihyun usually gets parts that are um, proportionate to her um, contributions to the group, I would say. Um, yeah. <laughs> because, which is so not a whole a lot. lot of nothing. A whole, <laughs> it's a whole lot of nothing. Gotcha. All right. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, like I said, I, the others, you know, um, you know uh, Gaiyun obviously is the... Uh, Main vocal, um, uh, Jiyun. Um, she's. I personally prefer her rapping over Hyuna's, um, but she's also a good singer. Um, you know, as uh, uh, so I think the other one. I you know I used to. I'm surprised, but actually, you know, starting to notice her, especially with this song, and she's she's got a lot of stage presence and everything, and um, you know I. I don't know. It's just with, like I said, with four minute. It's they're, I guess the best way to put it is someone put them as their like a trendy group. You know, they're not. They don't really. They're not beloved by the public, but it's like, oh, you know, they have, you know, they have good songs. You know, their their songs uh, do I well. Have to I have to disagree. I don't think they were that kind of group before. What's your name? And what's your name? But came like you said a trendy hit it became the big like top two no, number two or or the biggest single the biggest selling single of that year and then what you're doing kind of tanked because they were trying to keep on doing the same thing from what's your name and actually like and um, but one thing that I personally noticed is like they're getting traction like mm. they they were this basic group that like they were doing pretty okay like people knew them and people expected them but nobody expected this like their 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 popular their popularity is at their all time high nobody expected expected them to win over SNSD or to anyone when they did with what well, you're doing yeah i mean it's definitely they're like, at the highest point in their career but i just I, get, I have this creeping feeling that they, they, for some reason, they just don't, um, they don't, aren't considered in, in as high regard as, um, as Sistar, which I think is kind of like crazy but because I think they, that they're, they, they are, they have, you know, as much talent and they have, um, they're I a mean, lot more. It's because um, Sistar, when it comes to selling singles, Sistar are really good at it but when it comes to fandom like especially this latest promotion with crazy like for one thing that's really important for all girl groups you need to have female fans 
you need to have it. Like that's the one of the reasons. Or just a, a, a solid fandom in general. No, but but like, but the thing is, like guys usually fan leave fandoms much easier, like much faster than female fans. Female oh, fans are true. are generally more loyal. Mm. So and that's one thing with this crazy promotion, like. Foreman has got got a ton of female fans, especially Jion. Like, it's crazy how many female fans that Foreman has gotten this past like two months. So I don't know. I don't totally agree with you. I I, I like mm -hmm. personally I like that song, and I I'm glad they're doing well after such a long time. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do too. I guess I just have it's. I I don't know. It's just this nagging feeling that I feel like there there's still some area where I, I feel like they're not getting, um, they're getting shortchanged um, in comparison to other groups. But with that said, they are doing well right now, and um, I think they deserve the all the praise and awards they've been given. Um, mm. Do we have anything else that we want to say about Four Minute or Rainbow or Fiesta? Fiesta's comeback is awesome. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> like how can we not talk about that? That was amazing. <laughs> I love that. I comeback. do. I do like um, the songs. Okay, I I think the actual performance adds a lot to it for me. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I I I mean. I like it. Uh, I think they're a talented group. Um, the only thing is, it's kind of. I think one thing that's that people have to be careful with with these concepts. With when I think about girl groups, is making sure that they come off as distinctive. Because I think, especially with uh, kind of the sexy concepts, um, even if they pull them off well, there's a chance that sometimes, especially when a bunch of them are promoting at the same time and they blend together. So, you know, it they have to, it, and I think that's also one reason why, you know, groups like, as much as some of their um, tactics may be problematic, like, you know, like YG's tactics and, and such, but you always know a YG group when you see one. They always make sure their groups are distinctive and have distinctive mm -hmm looks and sounds and we know who they are, you know, we know who 21 is, we know, you know, the people in their group, they're distinctive from each other, we know them, you know, separately and together. And, you know, you have, if you have a group where it's like, oh, well, you know, they have a decent song and, and they performed it well, but, you know, it, you know, they blend in with, you know, what, uh, Ten other groups, um, you know, it's easy to forget about them after like a month. So um, I, I remember Fiesta from the beginning. I don't know if anyone remembers them from Vista, which was a whole yes. different concept when they first. I do. Yeah, um, and they had another member of the group, uh, Cheska, I think her name was. She was like a American, Korean American. I know she spoke English. Um, but she left the group, obviously. It's not there anymore. Um, but uh, I, I remember liking, they had kind of the kind of quirky, you know, kind of upbeat thing. And then um, that kind of uh, right before, um, does anyone remember what they did before Pitiful? 
Oh, well, before it was one more, but, and before that... Oh, one more, one more. Okay, so one more was that. So, Cheska was gone before one more. And some people said it might have been because she didn't want to do the sexy concept. Um, I don't buy that, for the record. Me but. neither. Well, you know, we, I, I, you know, no one really knows why she yeah, left. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, that she, regardless, she did leave, um, uh, uh, before that, and that's when they went to did the sexy concept. And to be fair, one more was a good song, and like it, it did get attention. Um, it got some unwelcome attention um, yeah. from the Korean government um, for its content. But um, I don't know. This maybe this is an upward swing swing for them. They like I said, they're definitely talented, and they've got some good songs in their uh, repertoire. <laughs> Um, uh, they have this song with Eric Benet that they did uh, called Woo, Woo, Woo. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's on my iPod, uh, but it's a, it's a song with Eric Benet, and uh, I like it. Um, and uh, they, like I said, um, you know, I I feel like they're talented, but like I said, you have to be careful. And uh, you know, I think a lot of times there's People are so concerned with making these girl groups and these guy groups and just turning them out there, but and being like, "Oh, why aren't they successful?" But you know, when you have so many, you gotta do something to make them distinctive. I mean, and more than just you know, you know, showing as much leg, um, you know, as possible. You know, something to make mm -hmm. them distinctive. Um, some people felt like this was happening with Girlfriend and Lovelies, although I think Lovelies is gaining traction now, um, mostly due to the fact that they have a better song this time around. Um, however, this is all, you know, uh, I feel like that's this is all, you know, preference because some people do not like the cute uh, schoolgirl concept. No, um, because it's like old pedophiles who can enjoy gazing on young girls. Yes. But you, know, you want to know what's funny though? Like, there's a they're like girlfriends and lovelies. A good portion of their fandom are females. It's not yeah, males, yeah. but it's okay. females. Okay, well that's not, time out. Hold on. <laughs> that's not funny. And the reason I'll bring this up is because the majority of the K-pop fandom in Korea are females. So when people bring that up, it literally means garbage because it doesn't matter. And that's why girl groups are less popular is because boys do not buy any of their stuff, period. Like, yeah, there's creepy old men who are totally jamming to oh, no, this man, image. No. But no. it is girls who are buying and spending all of the money in K-pop. It is girls. That is the no, image you should cater yes. to. Mostly, but not wasn't all. There, like, wasn't there literally eighty percent of the the group is Sorry, girls? Kiara, what did you say? Oh, like I wasn't there recently an article about how like like how it's important to have female fans in your fandom because it is true that the majority of the ones who buy like everything are female fans than no, male no, fans. Yeah. yeah, not totally. Yeah, right. I, I mean, I'm sure I'm, I mean, like, like in the long run, definitely. Like, if, if you want to have, a, if you want a long run career as a female group, you need to have a female fan base. Like, but I feel like A Pink transitioned. Like, they used to have, you know, they used to, you know, be notorious for the guy chants. But 
I think now they're known just as much for their female fans as their guy fans, and oh, obviously, yeah, they have. yeah, yeah, they're, yeah they're, they're, and that they're peak right now. So no, but like seriously, like I'm not talking about like they this. Uh, like this idea, like they turn its grown women to act like ten-year-olds, like wearing like uh, like high school Korean high school outfits and jumping and like like G like girlfriends first like what's it called the glass bead that was totally like it was like totally sexualizing children, like young like young teenagers like. I mean, the skirts that falling up, like that, that for me was way more provoking than anything Stellar has done, ever. Or Gain, because that's literally for the male gaze. Literally. And it's Wait, like. What are we talking about? We talk, we're, talking, we're talking about this, like, the cute concept, the fresh concept that Lovelies and Girlfriend and SMSD did in the past. And I, saw, and I take affront to it because it's totally sexualizing. Uh, childlike behavior and and but they and that is problematic for me because it's, it's not to say that they don't have female fans but like but like IU before she was caught hooking up with uh, him and she had this innocent concept yeah like before she had that before that happened, Lisha had this innocent concept, acting like a like child, childish, like a child. All her songs, like oh, Oppa, Oppa here and Oppa over there, and all of her fans were old men, pretty much. Yeah, I see. Mostly. I see where you're getting at. Yeah, okay, I, 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 I kind of understand what you're trying to say, and you're trying to bring up the problematic side of uh, yeah, of not to male say, fandom, right? I'm not trying to discredit female fans at all. Right. And I don't, I don't think, I think this is kind of where people get muddled, is especially when it's guys talking about it, and and this is directly for me and you, Noah, and and I, I feel like people. I'm gay. I can get away with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> all right. He's like, I'm gay. It's Shit, fine. I don't know. Yes, I pulled the gay card. But when when you kind of talk about these groups, and it's like there's a stigma of liking these groups that have cute images. Like, I don't like blatantly... I blatantly don't like the cute image, and I openly admit the reason I don't like the cute image is because I don't like cute shit. But that <laughs> being said, even if I did, I would feel awkward being like, oh, yeah, I like Lovelies because they're cute, because then people would be like, oh, you're pulling the creepy guy card. And mm -hmm. it sucks because, like, I can't be a fan of a girl group who's sexy because I'm, cool, I'm pulling the creepy guy card. But if I like a cute image group, I'm pulling the creepy guy card, and it's because of the people who, uh, who preset me. Like all all the dudes who like K-pop before were in that 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 whole scope. And like I like sexy images because I like I like sexy girls. That's my type. But it doesn't mean that I won't respect a person who can pull off a cute image. Like I like Secret. And they've pulled off plenty of cute, Im cute images. I like Sister. They've pulled off plenty of cute images, and I've supported them during but those times. But it's different kind of cute, though. Right. But that's it's the thing is, like, we're kind of walking on this hollowed ground. Or not hollowed ground, but, like, this weird, like, broken turf where it's, like, I can only like them so much before I'm a creep. And then if I like them any more than that, I'm a creep. 
and I can pull the gay card and be like, I like dudes. I'm a national fan because as as, as someone that is not um, a part of Korean culture or that that aspect of like Asian of some some Asian cultures, looking at it from our respect, it is sexualizing. you know, it's kind of a sexualization of, right. of, you know, youth and, and, and underage teenagers and that sort of thing. But, and trust me, you know, before, there, before you finish common. real quick, before mm-hmm. you finish, I will go on record to say, like, even as, uh, I'm, I'm half black, half white. Even half mm-hmm. black, half white, I got it made. Like, I'm a half black, half white straight guy. I got it made. I'm chilling. Like, I'm waiting for everybody else to finish with their struggle. And I openly admit that, like, I can't relate to a lot of people's struggle. Like, when I meet a person of color who is a female, they definitely have it worse. And the minute they're like, oh, well, I'm black and female, I'm like, okay, well, you have it worse than me. Like, tell me tell me about your struggle. Like, I'm not going to be the dude, and Thank I will you, never be the guy who says, oh, I have it just as bad. I don't. Because I am a dude, and at the end of the day, no matter the color of my skin, I still got it better than the female counterpart of me who gets paid less and is in just as much risk that I am. Like, yeah. I have the issue of the fact that black people don't accept me and white people don't accept me because I'm half black. Black like, people don't accept me either. That's what I'm saying. Is like, nobody accepts me. But you know what? I still have it better than a black female who is yeah. a female and is black. So she's already suffering the same thing that I'm suffering, except for the fact that but she's course. a female and I'm counted as a superior because I'm male. So I never I never pull that card. And you'll never hear me sit here and be like, oh, I can relate. I can't because I don't know. I have no idea because no. I live a relative life of luxury. I have my own hardships, but they yeah. are not as bad. And this yeah, is I'm my like, point. I understand. I totally, I, I, you're talking in relation when I said that I pulled the gay card, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally understand what you're saying, but like, I totally understand the saying there's no butt in it. I'm totally get like. And I'm I not cannot, holding it against you. I want to say this before, like, before but we thing go is, like, the, the thing is, like, I'm not. Ju- but my problem is not the girls itself. I'm not discussing females. I think, like, if you want to dress cute, you can be cute. If they want a cute concept, they can go cute concept. My like, cute does not necessarily have to mean act like a ch- like a child. Right, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. I'm not I'm not yeah, counting you. Like like there's a different varieties of cute. But the thing is like the cuteness that there are are is sexual. Like, yes, the girl like if you know if you look at the girlfriends glass bead, you will see the girls have sh- really short skirts where that's when they're dance they're flipping up. You can it's like you can almost gaze their un- at the underwear because they have like under pa- their pants shorts under it, but it's like you can see their panties, but not really. And these girls are like only 15, 16 years old. And that's my issue, that they are not... Yes, right, this and time, I agree. And that's like... But I totally agree with you, like, I, that none of us can say, oh, I know exactly what you're going through. We can just empathize and try to understand. Totally. Right, and I think, I think me and you are on the same kind of page here, where it's like we can't we can't empathize what it's like to be a female, not not just in this industry, but in general, you know? Yeah. But then when you take it, you know, we're trying to 
give our opinion on the industry, when you take it into the industry, we have no idea because it's even worse. You know what I mean? And I think yeah. that's that's kind of what I'm trying to say is like, I'm going to make my point and I'm going to say what I like and I'm going to tell everybody what I like. But yeah. please understand, I underst I know where I'm sitting at. I am a straight, half black, half white man who likes what I like, and that's it. Period. And I'm not I'm not dark skin. I'm very light skin. Like I pro I probably could pass. I could go probably go to Korea and be like, hey, and I'd be light enough that people would still accept me. And I understand that. And that's mm -hmm. the point I'm trying to get across here. I understand. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm saying, like, I kind of, I'm not going to say that I relate, but I understand the point you guys are making, and I put stock in it. I see that the struggle is very difficult for females there, and I totally agree. And it sucks because, especially when we know that, like, 70% of the fan base is female, it's tough out there for girls who want to do an image that's different. Even for a minute when they said, like, well, they were going to disregard male gaze and all that nonsense, they still gave us male gaze in their music video. They still gave us male gaze in their dance. And I think that that, and I, I made this point on the podcast that doesn't exist currently, but <laughs> I talked about it with Kiara. Like, I think this is a very big point that people need to see is you have this group that openly admitted that they're not going to cater to men. And I'm going to bring it up now because we're going to kind of move on. But you have 4-Minute, and I love 4-Minute, and I, I do like what they do. But you have this group that openly admitted that they don't care about the image that men have of them, and then they gave us literally like 30 seconds of male gaze with Jihyun and her whole part, which is literally catered to male gaze. There is nothing for females there. Unless you are a female who likes girl on girl, there is nothing for you there. It is literally male gaze. It's just butts in the camera and a girl touching on butts, and that's clearly male gaze. And they gave mm -hmm. it to us in a song where they blatantly went and then said the song is not for male gaze. And then you have uh, Sohyun and all of the chorus that is just butt shakes at the camera. So I'm not saying that, that where the struggle is is not important. And I want, I want to stress that. What I want to say is the people that are supporting these groups that literally don't actually care because for, you can't tell me that 4Minute did that and then we're like, oh, guys aren't going to like this. Bull. Bull. They did everything that we want. Literally, I have like two minutes and a three and a half minute song that is devoted to me as a straight man. Like... You and cannot tell also me that's you not have made to take me. into account how much input they have on that as well, um, because you know obviously right. their management that's, that's a part is of it. thinking about you know um, who's going to be watching this video. And it's like, well, yeah, they don't want to do a male gaze, but maybe we should put some in there because obviously, right. But then you shouldn't say you shouldn't give me the line. You shouldn't feed to no, me but, no, the line. I think, I think of, that you lying. made this not for I, men. I, I, Yes, a little bit. I I kind of disagree because I think they came from a very Korean point of view. So from a Korean point of view, they're not catering to bands because they have very like in this in like they say in Korea like very strong makeup. Uh, it's, it's very like very like clearly drawn eyebrows, red lipstick, and like they're wearing hip hop clothes, like they're like beans and fish like hats and. They're like they're acting kind of rough. 
<laughs> right, and I see what you're so saying. In that sense, it... So in that sense, and like in, from Korean males' perspective, they're not acting. Well, they're to not Korean, them. the older generation of Korean males, I agree. No, even I younger agree. Korean men. No, like, no, no. Younger Korean men go Korea. to bars and go to clubs, and that is the thing. And there is there is proof in evidence of people talking about and. Western people and other people outside of Western culture going and talking and asking about what the club life in Korea is like. The club life in Korea is exactly what Formina gave us. Literally exactly what Formina gave us. Well, I so, think we could we, that's we can probably go on for a while when we're talking about um, individual aspects of modern Korean society. Um, because obviously... Like you said, you know everybody is is not the same, and you see, they've got the club culture, they've got right, this right. culture. Obviously, younger um, Koreans are more accepting of different things than older Koreans. Um, but um, I think it's also valid to say that we're looking at this purely from the traditional standpoint. So, like, as an American, we say, yeah, oh, as, you know, some, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. an American, this is a traditional, all-American look, and you have a blonde girl, you know, uh, with blue eyes, and everybody knows, you know, obviously that um, being American is more than being blonde-haired and blue-eyed. But, you know, that's, it's just, it's a cultural standard that's perpetuated in society. And that's, you know... And and South Korea has certain you know societal cultural things that are perpetuated in society may not be as prevalent as it used to be, but it's still there. Hmm. So so in, in in that sense, they are maybe rebelling against it a little bit, but um, at the same time, you know, like Tim said, there's there's still some male gaze in there. But I will say, and I, I, before you guys mentioned it, I didn't think about that before, how there really is not as much as the average, I guess, fem, you know, female MV. And I didn't really think about that before, um, even with Hyuna being in the video. Um, so I have to say I have to give them some um, credit for being able to at least have you know be able to do that and have enough um, have enough control over their concept to to be able to do that much. Um, uh, if with anything else to say about the girl groups, do you yep. want to say about the the girl groups that are out? I guess right now. Um, do we are we feeling like the girl groups are overtaking the guy groups or no? I'm okay with um, it. I'm happy. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, we we should probably enjoy this period before EXO comes back. So, and yes, I did say their that. name again because it's going to matter when they come back. Am I? I'm gonna, only, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. Worth it? <laughs> what guy group is around right now that really matters? EXO, mm. of course. EXO's not around yet, but, but that's what I'm saying. No, that's what I'm saying. They're not, they're not back yet. This is the girl group season because there's no guy group. And it has nothing to do with... My issue is it has nothing to do with gender. It has to do with the fact that the, the group you're catering to are a bunch of Korean girls. 
it's literally like 70% of the fan base in K-pop is Korean girls in their in their area, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, international fans is totally different. We're totally mixed up. But in Korea, they openly admit that it's like 75% are females. So clearly, if there's no guy group hustling, it is the land of girl groups. The minute you have EXO or you have Big Bang or you have somebody big hustling, even mediocre, they're going to win. Look at all the guy groups that win. It's not. It has nothing to do with um, a bunch of guys holding holding down the industry. It has to do with the fact that it's literally an industry that caters to girls. Thus guys win. What do you want what do you want us to do? Like it, it becomes a gender issue, but it's not because it's literally half more than half the fan base are females and females like guys in that in that industry. I'm not talking about in the world, but in that industry Literally, if you have 75% are females, I guarantee you, at like, it's probably like 65% like guys. So you're still fighting an uphill battle of a bunch of girls who like guys and want to see guys succeed. It has nothing to do with the fact that guys are more powerful or whatever business you want to give them. It has to do with the fact that girls want to watch these hot guys be hot. That's why guys get away with being shirtless and doing all this crazy sexy stuff is because the fan base they cater to want that. Whereas girls don't want to see half-naked girls. I will say, but we didn't count... I guess we didn't count Shinwa unless we want to count Shinwa. But they... Well, Shinwa only proves my point. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, okay. Well, we'll count Shinwa then. Um, there, okay. there is. I don't like Shinwa. <laughs> I can probably count on no, on no my way. hand I the amount of <laughs> time out before oh. you finish. I can probably count on the amount of hands and toes that I have. Straight dudes who like Shinwa, guaranteed, <laughs> guaranteed. It has nothing to do with the fact that Shinwa is not good. I have nothing against Shinwa in terms of good. They literally don't give me anything that I want. That's it. That's all it is. I they're good. there's plenty of talent. There's plenty of talent in Shinwa. Like I'm not saying they're not talented. They're plenty talented. Minwoo is probably one of the best, if not the best dancers to ever exist in K-pop. He and he's in oh, Shinwa. Yeah. But you know what? They make their music for girls. By all means, yeah. get it, girl. Like that's where all the money is. You do you. You do you. EXO does the same thing. You do you. Like they just don't cater to me. That's it. Okay. All right. Well, season of the girl groups, at least for maybe a few more weeks. Uh, X then XO will be back uh, with the Call Me Appa. Appa. <laughs> Call Me Call me, Eggy. <laughs> Call me Eggy. Call me Baby Daddy. Whatever you want to call it. Their fans don't care. They will call them anything. Um, We'll be back soon. Uh, This is uh, the time in the podcast where um, we can mention any other um, interesting um, topics that um, I have looked over or um, forgotten to mention. 
that any of you guys want, if you guys have a rant, Kiara, Tim, or Noah have a particular rant you want to go on, whatever, you I got it, it's your time. I don't have a rant, uh, but I do want to just mention like two things. Uh, just I want to congratulate first off to uh, Kim Tae-woo and his wife. They're expecting their third child. Same as Ricky Kim. Ricky, uh, Ricky Kim and his wife is also expecting their third child as well. And it's funny because they're both on the same show, Oh My Baby, and they're both families are expecting their third child. So, congrats to them. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they were influenced by the show. Uh, yeah, Wingers. But they're both have They're both expecting their third child. So congrats to them. Um, and I just want to quickly mention that Kara is having their Japanese comeback. And um, <laughs> so um, this the the single is going to be released on May fifth, and as you already would expect, I have already pre-ordered it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm already there. I appreciate your honesty. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 links were released today of like where to pre-order them, and I immediately pre-ordered it, so I'm ready. So yeah, Good so for you. For, for you, my fellow Camellias, my fellow Cara fans, if you haven't heard about it, there you go. You can buy it on CD Japan, Yes Asia, HMV. It's all there for you. You choose. There you go. Congratulations. Any questions for Cara? Kiara is there for you. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's it. That's a lot. <laughs> okay. Anything else? Anything about any particular artist or? Um, K-pop information that we have not covered. Been pretty girl group heavy this episode, so. Yay. Do you have anything you wanna? No. Tim. Nothing on the hip hop, R&B tip. No, I'm good. I mean, my uh, I was gonna shout out to Iron, but potentially we might not get his album, so. Well, hopefully, hopefully he'll be able to release it in some way, form or another. Um, it's not his fault. His uh, company got uh, raided by the Korean feds, so hopefully yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't belong to SM Entertainment. He can, he can. His boss cannot get away with that kind of shit. <laughs> uh, anything from you, Noah? No, no. Maybe Rapmon's no? new Rapmon's new song. It was pretty good, I guess. I uh, what's everybody's? I guess uh, favorite. Uh, does anyone have a, their favorite uh, new release that's been out lately? Um, I've been listening to Fiesta and Stellar and Rainbow over and over again <laughs> for the last week. So. That's all I've been listening Everything to. Everything Rap Monster has done on there, he's killing it. Do you like Do you like his new song? Yeah, I love his new song, and then the song that he did without Warren G. I like both of them. Okay. Um, I, I have been. Oh, I have. I just want to talk about. Um, uh, I like. Uh, what's, what's his name again? I always say his name wrong. Uh, Young Da. Young Da'il. He's a new R&B singer who is amazing. Amazing. Like, he, he, did a, he has done a new song with 
uh, another artist called Junki. Was, they're both underground, but they're both amazing. They released a song called We're Different, and I think everybody should listen to it or, or watch the video because uh, it's like it might be already my favorite song of the year. We're Different by Young Dail and Junki. Watch it. Listen to it. Enjoy it because you will love it. And that goes for all of you too. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay, Noah. Um, well, I'd say probably the person that I've been listening to, um, sadly, since I won't be seeing them anymore, uh, despite Black Swan being okay, I do really like the rest of Rainbow's uh, newest uh, mini album. So. Um, I've probably been listening to that the most, but uh, after I get a hold of Gaian's, uh new stuff, that will probably be what I will have on rotation. Okay, so with that said, um, I think we pretty much wrapped up for this episode. A lot of uh, really good discussion, some heated discussion. Mm. Um. <laughs> um, before before we go, um, yes. you can find us at uh, Facebook.com/slash Not Your Average Netizens. Uh, if you found us there, you can also find us on SoundCloud, uh, SoundCloud.com/slash Not Your Average Netizens. Uh, you can email us any questions, any topics that we haven't touched at Not Netizens at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter with all your questions and comments and concerns at NYAN Edizens, so not your average netizens, essentially. Um, and you can also find us on Tumblr, not your average netizens at uh, dot tumblr.com. Pretty much our Tumblr is controlled by uh, wonderful Shannon, who posts a bunch of stuff that she loves on our <laughs> Tumblr, but we are there. Just as you can find us on possible. iTunes if you didn't find us there. Uh, on iTunes, if you search Not Your Average Netizens, we will come up and we'll be probably one of the only things that come up because we are the number one source of podcast uh, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Uh, so please follow us, you know, tweet at us, uh, email us if you have any comments, concerns, you know, get at us. We will happily read your comments, your concerns, and we will address any issues that you want to bring up. So, thanks. Yay, thanks, Tim. You're very welcome. Good job. All right. Um, so with that, um, our first upload show of 2015, everybody. Um, we did, uh, uh, alluded to during the cast, we did record uh, some other things um, before this episode, and hopefully um, those will see the light of day. Um, eventually, um, there's some interesting discussion on um, those recordings as well. Uh, so just uh, keep, like I said, keep a lookout on all of our social media, and we'll have some um, other interesting things um, in uh, in the can coming up. So keep your eyes peeled, and that is our show. Bye, everyone. Take care. Bye. Bye. -bye. Bye, -bye.